0: the nervous murmur from the crowd and hear the heartbeats of Mets fans 3,000 miles away. The 0-2 pitch. Swung out and missed strike three.
1: Put it in the books. The New York Mets are going to the National League Championship Series. Good job!
0: Friday night and we're in fucking Queens.
1: Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio
2: program?
0: Live from the garage. I can't
2: do it. I can't do a radio show.
1: Will you please play the old sport song? My
3: goal in life is to like break out of prison
2: and open for Van Halen. There's a fridge full of this Welch's Grape Soda if anybody wants some. When
1: I'm not a- on my door. I'm listening
2: to that Midwest fucking Europe. I don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out. This is my show. I said
4: O-R-I-A-M. That's my name from the other end. Hey, everybody. This is Killing a Neutron.
2: No, you just suck on
4: it. Fuck the audience.
3: Like, What's the your favorite radio station? I have some
2: garage.
4: Look at the cycle Logs shit.
1: Don't drink Seagram's Escapes. One pound fee. It's what? gonna ever keep me down. Live from the
5: Barrage. I saw the Grateful Dead twice. You are listening to Live from the Barrage. For some reason, this reminds me of when Slim Goodbody came to my school. You are full of shit.
1: Let me do my show, for Christ's sake. I have
2: a great story. It makes sense to me. (laughs) What the fuck's wrong with you, people? John Huland, fuck you. And we're back.
6: Ooh, ooh, ooh,
2: ooh. Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope. Saying hello to everyone out there. Thank you for joining us every friday night right here in queens appreciate it and uh we've got a fun show for you today hi-, hi brian hey john i'm here with brian Musicoff and uh the rest of the cast has once again abandoned me at the beginning of the show i don't know why they do it to me every week yeah because
7: but... we're all so fucked up from the championship match game last night
2: <laughs> i'm sweating
7: it out <laughs> the championship match yeah. <clears throat> excuse that's, me that's that's hooligan football talk yeah
2: right <laughs> the, what a game the game oh yeah and the Mets are moving on to the championship series. Amazing. That's Amazing. A fact, Jack. Amazing. Oh, oh, wait a second. I have a, a noise.
0: Live from the Barrage, sports update. Oh,
2: thank you. I see what's the problem. Having some problems here. Got it. Got it back. Yeah, it's a sports update. You like that sports music? I'm digging it. It makes you feel like uh, something's going to happen? It makes me feel sports. Yeah, that's Elliot Turtron sending us this these nice little... He works at an actual radio station.
7: Hey, John, say hi to, say hi to Ryan.
2: Hey, Ryan, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's good. Just put all your stuff right there in you the that's radio the sound of- show. Don't put it there.
7: <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of a lot of beer being placed on the bar. Thanks, Ryan.
2: Uh, what's that? Oh, look at all these records. Why are you giving me these records?
8: Because I kind of like you. I don't oh, wow. Aww.
2: Look at all these old Beatles records, usually man. usually not a yeah. dick. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, dude. You gotcha. <laughs> Excellent. Meet the Beatles, the first album by England's phenomenal pop combo.
8: <laughs> Love it. It's Nice,
2: man. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what else you That's get?
7: Right. What else? Get back. What else is in that stack?
2: Here, I'll hand it to you, and you can look through these. Can I read them off? Sure. So I have lots of Beatles records, so and uh, who doesn't like the Beatles? So lot, you know what? Some people don't, and those people are called assholes. <laughs> Ooh, the Beatles suck. Yeah. Okay. Yep. See, you're band. Here, you're a band there. Sure, buddy golf.
7: boy. So, all right, we got Meet the Beatles, their first record. Right. We got
2: The Beatles second album. That would be the second record.
7: It's called. Well, it's called The Beatles second album. <laughs> right.
8: I put them in order. If you yeah, haven't noticed.
7: <laughs> <laughs> They're chron- logical.
2: Let me see if I can guess what's uh, after that. It's Rubber Soul, right?
7: Nope.
8: It's, no, these oh. are more of the rare ones. Ah. That, uh... Why are you giving this to John? I don't know. Shut up, music off, Because he has a record player <laughs> and I don't. <laughs> okay, they're, yeah. And they're not worth $150 right. each. So. And I'm yeah. sure you can come to the barrage and listen to them anytime. right? They're probably more in the neighborhood of like $10 each. Okay.
7: Is. Yeah. Record number three. Record, I start talking Queens the minute I, I walk <laughs> in this barrage. Record oh. number three. I have uh, Introducing the Beatles. England's number one vocal group. It's uh, What's on there? I saw her standing there, track one. Moving on. Oh, look at this. Beatles. Six. Six? Yep. We I, don't, I don't even we know what that jump is. Jump right ahead. The world's what's most, on that? I'll tell you. The world's most popular foursome, John Paul George Ringo. Uh, you, uh, what's on it? You like me too much? Tell me what you see? Bad boy. Dizzy Miss Lizzy. That's a hot one.
2: I, I don't even know these songs. What are they, covers? You know, you know, eight days a week. That's on there. Never heard of it.
7: Nope. Uh, moving on. We got, oh, they're all Beatles. Something new by the Beatles. These are all comps.
2: Nice, cool. All right. All well, right. let's. I want to introduce the show. Are you done there? <laughs> yeah.
7: <laughs> it goes. It goes on and on until we get to the White Album. I which, do want
2: to mention that the... serial serial numbers on it. By Thank way. you, Ryan. That's on very it. nice of you to on Apple put, Records. Then, give me those Beatles albums. Yeah. Ooh, the Apple versions. Sweet. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I'll be and playing and these. And
8: if you sell them, my one half.
2: I'll be, you got, I'm it's not going to yeah, sell. He's going to flip them. I'm not going to sell. I have one Beatles 45 that's worth like 300 bucks. I think the first one. Nice, yeah. but I won't sell that one either. It came in my my mom's my mom's uh, record a uh, little 45 thing here. This little case. Oh yeah, cat, we, had good, we had a good Karen time case. with that one night. Yeah, we broke them all out and played a bunch of them. It was fun.
8: Hats off to Larry. Hats there. off to
2: Larry's in there. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, amazing.
8: I've heard that song about a hundred times since we've brought that up.
2: <laughs> I don't think I ever heard it before. I found it. Ah, uh, where is it? excuse yeah me. so anyway
7: so Ryan's choking on a uh, you know why you're choking because you're drinking Light. you should have one of these nice spot-ins.
8: oh
2: mm. spottens alright listen fellas is
8: that what fellas. you bought last week? No, you, yeah they're good I gave it away after I took a sip okay, okay. oh right. that's Mary right you
2: gave it to me at oh least you drank it that's right I drank that least, shit I, can... I don't care well, sorry
8: at least you tried it I did yeah
2: you can't find hats out to layer. Anyway, um, we have a special guest today, and he'll be coming in, what, Brian, 9 o'clock? 9-ish, uh, yeah. Right, and it's uh, his name is Joe Gorlick. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I believe so. I hope so. He was in the band Garden Variety. He's been in Blue Tip. He's in a band called Red Hair, and he was in a band called Red Asodic. Yeah. And he's a drummer, and he's fantastic. I was watching some videos and played drums. Kind of interested to find out who his favorite drummers are, because he reminds me of a couple. Bring that up to him. And then he's got. What does he have? His uh, his bandmate calling in. Then,
7: yeah, we have Jason Farrell calling in. He lives in uh, on the West Coast now. He's a DC a DC fixture. He's of course a founding member of the band Swizz.
2: Right, the uh, DC hardcore uh, yeah, right freaking Discord House bands. Right, right,
7: and basically Swizz have evolved. and Now they're. Minus one member now they're basically red hair for right. drink, with with Joe Gorlick in it. But we'll talk about all this one. Joe Joe, yeah, Joe will tell us all about it. I'm excited to Believe have
2: me. Joe on. It's going to be a fun show. As am I. I hope he's excited. Ryan, are you excited for Joe? I'm always excited. Cool. <laughs> he's getting shot out of a cannon. I just I,
8: I just drank some Red Bull. I'm good to go. <laughs> hey. After after
2: last night's uh, oh Mets game, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, I don't know what I am. Yeah,
3: right. I
8: wasn't expecting that at all.
2: What do you mean? What?
8: I was I was really hoping for it, <laughs> yeah, but it's better. Come on, we're playing, uh, playing Granky. Greinke shuts everybody. I know.
2: Yeah. One point six six ERA. Zach Greinke and uh, Clayton Kershaw
8: twice yeah. each yeah. in a five game series, and we won. Right. And lousy uh, Kersh- postseason Kershaw didn't show up. He was good. He was good. And uh, but we were good too. <laughs> Our pitching was good. And. I don't know. A lot of people from Chicago are listening. Yep, yeah. they hit the, a lot of home run. They hit a lot of home runs out there, but they strike out a lot. Right, and that prophecy is just a movie. Yeah, I don't know. I will be going just if the
2: if the series goes cool. to six games. I will be at game six. Oh yeah, the city field. Yes,
8: cool. So uh, this is what a great fan I am. Last night, bottom of the ninth. As soon as it starts. I fucking nod off, (laughs) and I wake up, and I don't know what's going on. I see guys in suits sitting around the desk and talking, and I like grab the remote as fast as I can. (laughs) I rewind it. I'm trying not to look at the screen, but uh, at the same time, I'm trying to figure out where I left off, and I find it. So yeah, I see uh, Chase Utley, and he uh, pops out, and the next guy he goes down. And I fucking fall asleep again. (laughs) Uh, What's (laughs) wrong with you? I don't know. I have narcolepsy or something. I do this during action movies and everything. It's just it hits a certain hour and I'm out. And that's it. It's working for a living. Right. How'd you get the remote control at the bar? What? (laughs) What bar?
7: At the bar you passed out at last night. (laughs)
2: You passed that at home, Ryan, yeah. on your Oh,
8: couch, right? Right. okay. Uh, I, I, I was trying to play along with that joke. Uh, I didn't know where to go with it. I thought you it. were going to come by yeah. here,
2: yeah. and then uh, you didn't show up. I
8: right had to there. do You know, that was so stressful, that game. Uh, it was. I, I had it a was. mini nervous breakdown. I, I just had to do it alone. I'm sorry, guys. I, that's I, fine. I Sometimes you got to do it. it. And then Mario starts calling me, and I... I,
2: <laughs> I told him. I said, Ryan, text me. He's not coming, and he gets on the phone to call you.
8: Right. Like, that's That's the cue for him. Right away, he has to then he has to start bothering people. I that know, sudden, now it's not coming out. He
2: does it all the time. And then does, what
8: could it, I mean, what could I look? I love hanging out with you guys, and I, I know right. you guys like hanging out with me too. But really, is my company that necessary for him? Was what was it awkward between you two or something? No, last it was night? fine. No, you guys were we just
2: sat here, and we actually uh, <laughs> it was all you know tense and nervous, and then we started playing dominoes. Oh, yeah? He brought dominoes.
7: You mean the numbers game, or or knocking up, making patterns and knocking them over?
2: Um, no, the actual game, like that, like old people play oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, at a nursing home.
8: Did anybody <laughs> announce Kapiku at the end?
2: Kapiku. and I don't know what he's saying. Is when he has one left, he says something and he yells at me. I don't know. It's like being in right. a, an old man's. Uh, You know, so old Italian nursing home with this guy. But it did actually relax me. I was like, oh, maybe this playing dominoes takes my mind off it a little bit. It wasn't so bad.
7: I actually live in a Cuban neighborhood, and that game is
1: huge.
2: Oh, I bet. Yeah. Well, whenever we park in the junkyard for the Mets game, there's a bunch of guys playing.
7: Dominitos. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I owed Mario. He's like playing for 10 cents a point or something. He tells me after like the second game. He's like, you owe me $3. I'm like, what the
8: fuck?
2: <laughs> <laughs> get out of my house. How about that? <laughs> How about right. get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Take
8: it out of the pizza fund.
2: Oh, you $3. Right. But it all even, now, he squashed my, squashed my, right. my debt.
8: <laughs> hey, you're a write-off to Mario. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he
2: put in a, his expenses. Oh, man. So it was, it, was, it was some game. I didn't, you know, coming in, I didn't know it was going to be a coin flip or what. And now, you know, the Cubs fans, I'm friends with all these people from Chicago on Facebook and stuff. And the Cubs fans don't even give me, like, a second to enjoy the Mets' win. Right. They just start screaming about this stupid team that hasn't won 107 fucking years and still isn't going to win. They start screaming at me. Like, give me one night. I'll oh, really? I'll, f- I'll fight with you tomorrow.
8: <laughs> yeah. The, yeah pizza, wait, wait.
2: the pizza war is going to start. Everything's going to happen now, you know? Yeah,
8: there's a reason why it's called the second city.
2: That's right. Wow. Fucking dumb pizza. That's what they, 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 they have to... Uh, you know, over what do you call it? overcompensate for
8: everything? Mm. Baseball is probably not the reason why it's called the second city, by the way.
2: But. No, but yeah, they're they're all screaming and yelling.
8: And the cool
7: team to like in Chicago is the White Sox, anyway. Is, is it? it? Apparently,
2: I don't know. Well, hmm. I, I know what's is so that, cool about that. All I know <laughs> is I have these a bunch of these assholes screaming at me, <laughs> and I'm fucking sick of it. Um. I'm gonna come over there and throw a pizza <laughs> in your face. I'm flying to Chicago during That's the right. series, and I'm gonna wear my met shit at the game, and you're gonna lose. And, and everyone's going to love it. Yeah. Fuck you. I got fucking Steve Albini texting me trying to fly me out so I could do some prop bit and end up getting a tattoo or kissing some guy's ass. I'm not your puppet, Albini. I refuse to do it. I refuse to be a puppet and <laughs> for everyone's enjoyment. Nonsense. Can yeah. I just have one night to be to have fun and say, oh, that was great?
8: I know. Even the Yankee fans are leaving us alone. Yeah, well, <laughs> well. Why, they coming after well. you? <laughs> well, I don't know. They're, they're, I've, I could count at least a dozen of them that have said to me, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm glad you made it, and I hope you guys actually uh, won the World Series. I don't know. It just seems like it hasn't I been I was ready to
2: be quickly. like, okay, all right, let's have fun, Cub fans. Right, And uh, right away, <clears throat> I start getting it from all angles.
8: I know. You look at the teams. Cubs, Mets, Royals, Blue Jays. Blue Jays. If you told me two years ago that these were the final four teams, I would have laughed. Right.
7: <laughs> uh, on the contrary, I had three Cubs fans, uh, Write comments to me today that were pretty class.
8: Right. I, I mean, as a Met fan, and I'm not going to hide uh, behind how bad they were. I mean, you know, th- you t- I, I, I I face it. I face <laughs> it every year. We're not supposed to year. be here. Every year, I, mean, I if face If you it. had told
2: me like 70 years ago the Cubs and the Mets would be playing, all of a sudden. I would say, Who the hell are the Mets? And what's a TV? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, you didn't watch Back to the Future 2. Uh, yeah, I don't get this. Everyone's freaking out Back to the Future, right? So you they predict why, the right? Cubs win, yeah, right? Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, those Back to the Future movies aren't that good. How about that? Uh, yeah, but when we were 10, we
7: enjoyed them. Yeah,
2: exactly. Back <laughs> to the Future. <laughs> Dumb.
8: Sending the Cubs back to the future.
2: Yeah, you know what else they predicted? 9-11. You ever watch that video?
8: <laughs> oh, yeah, that was in the outtakes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, outtakes? Yeah. It's all over the movie. First of all, there's the Twin Pines, then one of them gets knocked down. It's, I don't know, man.
6: Yeah.
2: No. Dude, Michael J. Fox knocked down the Twin Towers. That's what I'm here to say. <laughs> He'll never come on this show because he knows I know the truth.
8: Right. <laughs> Chemical J. <Jay> Fox.
2: <laughs> you got to watch it. If you're ever really bored and you want to watch a crazy conspiracy theory about Back to the Future and 9 11, go YouTube that.
8: People, people are bored. You did just make all that up, right? No. It's, That's really on there. There's
2: a guy on there. Oh, my God. You don't even know. Yeah. Wow.
7: That's a, it's
2: lots of fun. He's a good dude.
7: The best.
8: I just watched uh, Goonies with uh, my daughters a few weeks ago, and that, I can't believe how bad that movie is. I Goonies? I don't hey, remember. Kid, that's a great movie. It's what? It's not. I. When was the last time you seen it? How old were you last time you saw that movie? Uh, I was, I was about three years ago. I rewatched it before my trip out to Portland. I always watched I always try and take it easy on kids as easy. actors, but these kids are the Andy! worst fucking actors you I've ever
2: seen. Go- It's Dave Harrison.
1: Andy, (laughs) you goody.
2: He's obviously down in the well. Hmm. Hey, hey Ryan, I
7: watched uh, with kids in tow. I watched. uh, I showed him uh, Jedi, which is not as bad of a movie as I initially thought. What? Return
2: Return of the Jedi. Jedi? Yeah, it's not a bad
8: movie. I never had a bad opinion of that movie at all. I thought. I it's, thought you were anti, maybe that was... No, me. no, 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 no. I, I don't like the uh, episode one, two, three. It's the least, but, okay. It's well, the, a lot the of the people of the a, a lot of
2: people give uh, Return of the Jedi a lot of problems because of the Ewoks and uh, something else, right? <laughs> yeah,
8: right.
7: Well, I'm watching the Ewoks, and of course they're stupid looking, but they save the day. They speak their own language.
2: Yeah, and then I they dance them. around. Eh, and It's a little stupid, but... It is kind of stupid, but you know what else is stupid? A movie about a war in space, Okay. <laughs> It's fine. Like, oh, you know, the Ewoks are totally unbelievable. You know what else is unbelievable? Flying through space and shooting Darth Vader.
8: Well, it's called suspension of belief. i <laughs> <I'm> mean, blowing <laughs> up a Death
2: Star, you idiot.
8: Right. That's the fun of it is that it can't exist. Not you, exist.
2: Brian. No. no, no I'm speaking to the world. That was Bing, the, the royal, you idiot.
8: <laughs> you, hey, yeah. you mean the galaxy. Well,
2: wow, this is, you know, this is really unbelievable. These Ewoks. I can't believe it.
8: I watched it. Uh, Ruined
2: the movie for me. The movie about a guy in a black uh, dress. <laughs> who builds a, a fucking space station and, and it explodes because a guy in a plane could shoot a laser into a, you know, a hole the size of a nickel.
8: Hey. 9-11 conspiracy theory right there. Right. A lot of people died yep. to get that Death Star blown. Yeah,
2: man. <laughs> not the least of which is a wedge. Right. Poor wedge.
7: Poor wedge. So th-
8: that, mean you, that means you're not going to order pre-order your tickets on Monday? Yeah.
2: To so what? To Star Wars, so is that, 7. they have pre-orders for the they new have Star Wars pre-order. Oh
8: man! And they're releasing the trailer that day too. Why
2: mm-hmm. do people have to go to the first day of the movie? That's crazy. I to never go to the first ever day. do. You got to wait a like, wait a couple of weeks. It'll be out for months. That movie.
7: No, yeah, I go. I go to the midnight screening. I can't wait. Do you? Are you going to do oh, that? Totally. Yeah,
2: I did that with the first one. With, I can with, with a bunch of my friends. So bad. That's yeah. what I did too. You're a real sci-fi guy, right, Brian? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But you're a real Star Trek dude. Yeah. So Star Trek over Star Wars?
7: I don't like where this conversation is. Wait, come right, on, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. I like them both. It's apples and oranges. One's a sh- one's a TV show.
2: Stones or Beatles? Uh, Star Wars, correct. Star Trek.
7: Apples and oranges. Okay, or it's like who the who were or uh Zeppelin. Uh, That's a big one too. All
2: right. So if you had a choice, like some of you, know, there were two VHS tapes: one of a uh, Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi. I like where you're going. Yeah. And uh, Star Trek. Uh, Wrath of Khan, which one would you pick up and put in the VCR? Ooh,
7: uh, these days, probably Khan. Mm-hmm.
2: Khan. You're a Khan man. Khan!
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Khan man. Yeah, I, I never got into the Star Trek thing. I like the old TV show. It's not for everyone. I don't like the new ones. I don't know. It just seems unbelievable to me.
8: I like the John Luke Picard ones; those were good. Yeah, I had a great time watching. Really, those.
2: I don't think I've seen one of those. I used to in my yeah, whole life.
8: Oh yeah, it was on uh, Sunday night after midnight or something like that on Channel Eleven. And after coming home from the Village Vault, our, uh bar that we went to when we were like seventeen years old, that's I'd always watch that.
2: I've Man. never, I've never seen. I think the only Star Wars movie I've seen. Was when they go to New York, that horrible one, where they're like on the bus. Oh, yeah, was that it, Star Trek Five oh, or something? So is Star, no? Search for Spock, San Francisco, uh, Star
7: Trek. Search for Spock. Is it four or five? It w- want to save was the whales. Four.
2: I know it was four. save the whales. Yeah, it's the yeah. save the whales one. Oh Jesus Christ!
7: We have to go back in time to repopulate the Earth's waters right. with, with whales. Okay. <laughs> this way, this way, this orbiting thing doesn't destroy everyone. Right. Okay. <laughs> and it's more of a it's more of a comedy. Well, I think of any you know, any Ewoks in it. No. Yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I think William Shatner wrote that, didn't he? Uh, or I think it was it was Nimoy. Oh, it was Nimoy. Okay. Yeah.
2: Shatner wrote a lot of like uh Star Trek books, like Shadow over it. Yeah. Um uh, he uh just, you know, I don't know how he came up with the how did, how he got the rights to do that, but he wrote all this like it's what amounts to like fan fiction, I guess his own Star Trek stories. Mm-hmm. Is that right, Brian?
7: Yep, you know who's a big a big Star Trek fan? Our Who? own our own Daniel Dara.
2: Oh yeah, Dan Darrow loves the Star Trek fan. I mean, Star Trek movies.
7: He's uh, he teaches me stuff about it.
2: Really?
8: Yeah. He's into it. Way into it. Oh, I never got into it that. Correct,
9: Tron,
2: bro. There, he is. there he is.
7: So speaking of spa- space, I saw um the Martian.
8: Oh, tell me, tell me about this. You know, I,
2: I just feel like I just saw a movie with Matt Damon in a spacesuit on Mars, like yeah. a couple months ago.
8: Yeah, I saw that one.
2: And what he? You can't do two movies in a row when you're in a spacesuit on Mars.
8: Unless you're Mark, <laughs> unless, unless you're Matthew,
2: you can't do that. You got to break it up with like uh, you know some kind of uh, tender love thing or something. You know, some other movie that's not in space.
7: What was the other one? I can't remember where it oh, was. Oh, it
2: was. Con- oh, no, it's a heck? stellar. Interstellar. Oh, that's
8: right, that's right, where he plays, okay. Well,
2: I don't he, understand the end of that movie at all. I, I had
8: no idea what the fuck happened. They were, fly, they were in a f- big flying cannoli at the end of the movie, and everything was <laughs> okay.
2: One minute they're in space, next minute, uh, I don't want to ruin out. the movie for anybody. Was that it, Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg? It was Matt Damon and, uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, uh, fucking the guy who shills uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey.
7: Yeah, who was great in contact, speaking of space. And books. next
2: thing you know, he's behind a bookcase in his daughter's room, and he's like stuck there forever. It's like, ah, well, that sucks. Right. <laughs> oh, Joe Gorlick, where are you, baby?
7: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, baby? So, What's that supposed to mean? I don't know. We're talking about space. <laughs> space.
2: What else? It's the final spice. frontier. What else are you gonna talk about? This is true. That's. Oh, talk- so you, you, how was it? How was The Martian? Oh, I I enjoyed it. Um, it's a movie about uh, Matt Damon tries to grow weed on Mars or something, right?
7: Yeah, he. You know, he, he's. It turns out he's a botanist, so he knows how to survive. He knows how to garden with his own uh, poop. So.
2: Right. He's fertilizing his own uh, stash.
7: This is true. And uh it's a pretty a pretty creepy movie about being stranded on a on a desert planet. Let's see. And no one knows that you're alive for a while. How does he get there? He's a scientist that's already there. I don't want to give the whole movie away. Nobody's watching
2: that piece of you shit. Must,
7: you must see it, you <laughs> must see it yourself. Was it we... any
2: good give us a give us a star review. Do
7: we do we need to see it? Well, I would gauge movies on how often I space out. Right. And I generally space out about five times in a movie. Okay. Daydream. I daydream. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I daydream maybe twice. Your mind
2: wanders when you watch these movies.
7: Yeah, so this was only a two daydream movie, so it's pretty cool.
2: I go on my own adventures whenever. Do you? <laughs> yeah. So. You seem like that kind of guy. You have brothers and sisters?
8: If I was in this movie and uh I was on this planet, then uh, here's what I would do. And I just go on this whole tangent inside my yeah. head. You start thinking about movie. you start thinking about goodwill hunting. Yeah. I think
2: everybody does that during a movie, especially like the survival stuff. So, I w- I would watch that. I'm interested to see how uh, how you would survive on Mars. <laughs> Two out of four, I wouldn't, two out of four
7: Daydreams is a pretty high rating. So I'd say go see The Martian.
2: Right. You give it it three quarters erect. Yeah. Right. Remember those old porno magazines that used to review the movies? Yes, yes. yes, (laughs) We got you. And they used to, yeah, okay, just make it true. (laughs) Stop They'd use a penis for the rating A flaccid penis A penis. I
7: think it was, uh, it was Hustler if I'm not mistaken <laughs> Hide it hide it in my, in my attic wall
2: You're listening to Live from the Barrage on Radio Nope Our guest will be Joe Gorlick Coming in a little later live in the studio Call in 718-577-2716 yeah, 718-577-2716 Yeah we gotta come up with a jingle I think we just did
7: I'm going to isolate that. It should be 577
2: Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Hey, Ryan. What's that?
7: I thought we were going back to the old times.
2: Oh, we, we're not going back no, to the old, no, back to the future? I want to do it now. Yeah. So anyway, I'm here with Ryan and Brian Musikoff, and thank you guys for joining me. Hi, it's Uri, really a lot of fun. It's a kid. lot of fun having you guys here. Yeah. I have nothing to say today. This is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. But, uh, let's, uh, I would talk about sports, but I know Carlin Reed is in the uh, chat box, and I don't want to bore him. Let's see. We'll bore him with space talk.
7: I haven't gone, on, let's see who's on the chat. We got some guy, Aaron, Aaron from, uh, where's Aaron from? Aaron saying he's bored.
2: Aaron? I don't see an Aaron Whoops. on the sidebar. Huh?
7: He's. In, I might have to refresh.
2: Aaron. Hang on. The fuck is Aaron? Wait, Oops, I can't read. It's arson. Arson. Yeah. Uh, no, he was bored because we were talking about uh, sports. sport.
6: Uh, uh, sorry. Arson. Everyone
2: should be bored today. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm out of sorts again. What's they here? can't all be winners. I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel like I want to kill myself. <laughs> I really do. I almost. I, you know, I'm not even kidding. I was driving down the street today, and I, I just wanted to jerk the wheel into a tree. <laughs> I wish I would joke. You don't want to
8: ruin the tree, though, right? The
2: yeah. Well, is. you know, I don't have the balls to do it, but uh, I, you know, I really feel like I want to die. Speaking of trees, don't call the police or anything, anybody. I, I don't need that.
7: John, I have a question. Speaking of trees, I'm walking up towards where, where your house is, where the barrage is, right? And I'm passing one of your neighbors who looks like what I can only explain is banana trees. You know, you know the house. Yes. What is that?
2: Okay. No, the dude has banana trees because the dude across the street used to grow them, and I guess he gave some to this guy. These Italian guys across the street, and they plant them in the summertime, and they take them out in the winter. It's the, really weird. It's the, on the uh, it's on the state, the city property, part of the lawn. You yeah, know, I saw that. So I'm not sure what the rule is there, but can yeah, I, can
7: I like peel off a banana?
2: I guess I don't know. You know, uh, that's my friend Scott Rieger's cousin who lives in the banana tree house. It's <laughs> like I never saw a fucking banana on the on the tree. Did you? Were there bananas on it when you walked by? I was guessing it was a banana tree. There are three of them. It, it, yeah, it, in a row, and they're just like a uh, yeah. I never saw a ripe banana. Or anything.
7: Man, they are wacky looking. <laughs> let, me, let me see.
2: Who, the the neighbors?
7: Nah. Let me see if I could uh, hang on. Let's see if I could find a picture of a banana tree to put in the chat for people.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're right, Joe. Imagine if my team had lost. <laughs> what a mess I'd be today. Uh, we're already a mess. We partied so hard last. I, nothing makes me happy. Nothing. So where were you for the game? I'm happy Ryan? for like a second. I was. Guys are ignoring me. I'm. I'm, try- no, I'm, I'm tr- trying. I'm trying to don't tell quite. you. I'm going to kill myself. No, no, right. no, don't do yeah, it. We're, go ahead, we're okay no. with that. Go ahead. <laughs> I know. I can see that. We're here time. for you. <laughs> this is some uh, friendship. Yeah, don't,
8: don't, don't, do it. <laughs> asking, Give me the records back before you. For uh, Yourself yeah. there, would you? <laughs> yeah, no, they're coming with me. Would you believe? <laughs> yeah. You're gonna get buried with. I'm them. gonna
2: throw them out the window as I go off a cliff. Fuck <laughs> <Okay>, you, Ryan. Meet the Meet the Beatles. This.
8: What was that, Brian? Uh, Wait, hang on. I want to
7: post a picture of this banana tree for people to see on the chat. Oh, that was Conan. You took a picture of it, huh?
2: Thank you, Conan. Bossman Neutron uh, in the chat box. Of course, we have uh, Paul Black, the fantastic guy who uh, hopefully he seems normal today. Thanks for not trolling the show, Paul. Appreciate it.
8: What's going on? Missing people tonight?
2: Who, Who, cast members? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
8: Where's this Pat guy? There we
7: go. That's I a banana know. tree. I haven't but, heard anything from anyone. What the my hell? God. Hey, uh, those, uh, those listening, if you go to radionope.com, there's a chat window where you can see pictures of, of uh, banana trees right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the banana trees, right. Yeah. And, Joe, yes, the T-shirts have been sent out. All of the uh, new Marones live from the Barrage, Met-style T-shirts, have been sent out. I sent them out yesterday, and thank God, the, the Mets won, because I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't I should have waited a week to send these out, because now they're going to be, like, useless.
7: Well, no, I disagree. We're, we're Mets fans no matter what. Right. So these shirts will be great next year, too.
2: Yeah, but it would kind of suck if the Mets were out of it, and then you get this shirt, and it's like, ah, crap. Right, it's, it's a little lackluster at yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah, but all the shirts have been sent out. Check your mailboxes uh, tomorrow. How many are left over? Oh, I don't know a a bunch. It says it on the box there. I okay. have, I also we also do. I I I wasn't sure uh, that we did, but we do have extra barrel ass sizes. We have a two X and three X. Okay. In- if you're a hefty, if you're of the hefty sort, I have them.
8: Do and we wait. got any more larges left? Yeah. Any chance?
2: I thought you took a large. You want another one? I
8: did. The one? Guy, it got confiscated already. <laughs> uh. yeah, yeah, one of By my, whom? One of, one of my kids took it. And Lister- they take all my met stuff and use it as pajamas. That's what uh, they, do. they don't wear their own pajamas. They just wear my uh, I see. my Chris uh, Benson T-shirt. That's and... kind of cute because they like that. Uh, I exactly what I so, right. so John's going into the box yeah. now, and uh, I'll try to find. Oh, you piece. did you did some damage on that box? Huh? You, got, you got yeah.
2: I sent out about fifteen T-shirts. How, how many were made? Pretty good. Uh, I don't know. It was supposed to only be twenty-four. Okay. Well, if <laughs> I think Tommy gave us some extra. I have a uh, two triple X left, one double X. Two smalls, one medium, five large, and six extra large. So plenty of large and extra large. Oh, uh, maybe
8: I'll buy two smalls. Maybe yeah. I'll do that. Maybe I'll PayPal you that. What do you think? <laughs> what do you think of
2: that? Oh, uh, you gotta put your kids in those little t shirts? Yeah, that way
8: I oh. get mine back, you know. <laughs> it, it, it,
7: John, do you have a picture of the shirt that's on your on your in a folder on your drive right now? On your computer right now? Absolutely
2: not. No, I don't either. <laughs> you have to go to use your phone to go to Live from the yep. Garage uh, Facebook and save the picture and then post that. Yeah, yes. it's a lot of work.
7: We right. have a caller.
2: Mike and Yonkers, what's up, Mike? So, uh, congratulations, by the way. Yeah,
3: oh, thanks. Thanks, Mike. thanks, Mike.
2: Thanks, Conan. Appreciate it, man.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and <laughs> as I mentioned in the chat box, I can't imagine how you'd be feeling if your team had lost. But.
2: Yeah.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just been a rough, uh, it was, rough week. I don't know. I don't know. It was truly interesting seeing... You
3: know, two, like, disparate groups of friends kind of, like, flipping out at the same time. You know, it, it, it's pretty cool. It's kind of like, you know, it's, it's not my thing, but it's like it's I get into people being excited about something like that. You know?
6: It's right. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah,
8: awesome. It's like, oh, wait, I don't care about this.
6: Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> 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 it's, weir-
8: it's the weirdest thing in the world, like, cheering for somebody else to do well and then uh, adopting it like it's your own uh, benefit. That- right. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. Like, what are you doing? I was just,
3: actually, bu- I was bummed out when the Astros were knocked out, just because I got like so stoked
2: for Kevin. I was like, "Oh my god, Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah. The- See, you <laughs> had a, you had a, you had a stake in the in in the race. You had a horse in the race. That's why you had a dog in the yeah. fight, as they say.
7: Right, Conan? If you had to pick a baseball team, who who would be yours? The A's, <laughs> I guess. Being from Oklahoma? I guess I don't know. It's the isotopes. Uh. Hmm. It's Conan neutrons. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah, exactly. So I I mean. I, I've got a personal stake in the Astros just because I love Kevin. Kevin's a great dude, and he's he's doing great work there. You know, I, I guess I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm Switzerland. All right, <laughs> fine. I'm just stoked be, no, no, for you, you guys being be stoked. Baseball. That's that's what I'm <laughs> saying.
8: Thank Wait, you. Which uniform do you think looks the best? <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely the ones
2: that are more revealing. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. Uh, all right, I'm going to uh, baseball uniforms. I do. I think the. Uh, no, I don't like any of them. Actually,
6: I I think uh,
8: circa 1970s Oakland uh, Athletics uniform is probably the best.
2: The A's uniforms are pretty classic and and simple and green. They're, They're fine. Hey, uh, Tommy Rockstar
7: just sent me a picture of the t shirts. I
2: just posted for people to see on the ah, chat. If thank you, want, Tommy look. Rockstar. Thomas, Thanks, not Tom. do that
8: shit when you're driving Tommy. There's yeah. way
2: too much blue in baseball. Everybody's blue. I'm watching the Royals-Blue uh, Jays games. I don't know who the hell is who. And now <laughs> the Dodgers, everything's blue. And now the Royals are going to play who? The, no, the Blue Jays, right? Yeah. Who they? Oh, the Texas Rangers they played. Rangers, yeah. Everyone's blue in that. Now there's going to be another blue ALDS. No,
8: Rangers are out.
2: No, I know, but yeah, right. the the Royals Blue Jays are yeah. both blue. Right. And the freaking Cubs are blue and the Mets are blue and orange. It's like, yeah. you know, I needed to break it up. That's why I was I was rooting for the Astros so the color would break up. Right. And there would be orange against blue. And,
8: and all the red teams you'd be, could go to. It you would be able to, do, to, to to uh
2: who to root for. <laughs> I was I was rooting for the, the the you know, uh contrast and color scheme because it's driving me nuts. <laughs> exactly. So. No, it's but you know what else is like that is
3: a uh, phone apps. Like I love blue; it's like my favorite color. But every goddamn app is like blue now. So like I'll be like in a hurry trying to like find something, but like it all looks the same. What yeah. is
2: it? Somebody must have come up with like a. There must have been a meeting where they were like, "Hey, uh, you know, th- blue is the is the color that, that you know people download the most, or some shit."
7: But this goes back to you know the turn of the century. Oh, this- Does it? Yeah.
2: Interesting. Say, <laughs> so, Ryan, how you feeling tonight? Well, um, let me tell you, I'm schwaal. The uh, Adobe in the chat box. I will do international shipping, but you got to cover the shipping, bro. All right. So I, I got to tell you, to Australia, I sent one. I don't know. Give me, uh, give me uh, ten bucks. 16, or something. sixteen. yeah,
8: sixteen dollars.
2: Arson yeah. Aaron on the no, chat Canada box. No, Canada should be too bad. I don't know. Give me, give me, uh, give me thirty bucks. You got a t-shirt to Canada. All right. <laughs> I don't uh, know what to tell you. Arson
7: Aaron on the chat box with a nice tie-in between sci-fi and baseball. He has a picture of an R two D two baseball jersey. Is that what that is? <laughs> I don't, I don't what are see you anything at? on the chat. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. I can't oh, hey, see. Hey, Oh, I see it. I see it. <laughs> Hey, so I,
2: I don't want to necessarily interrupt all the uh Arson bringing the, this whole lame conversation together in one picture. Thank you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not so you. Yeah, I don't want inter- to interrupt the the flow in the sports ball talk. But I was wondering if any of you guys got had the chance to check out the democratic debate.
2: I we, I did not. Uh what did you think? I do know the controversy. I mean, uh every poll says Sanders by a landslide and then CNN goes and says Hillary wins and deletes all their polls and people's comments. It's it's wow. insane. Yeah.
3: No, it's and I, I've been way too involved in that than I, than I probably should oh, yeah. be. <laughs> and I got I got a funny story behind that uh, real quick. Is that I, there's just, so there's a a girl I know who's like a, a prominent blogger. She's like a, she writes for Salon. Actually, she writes some of the better like feminist pieces that that are right. out there. Like that are kind of like down to like what actually matters kind of kind of stuff. Before you uh, but, move on, can
2: I just ask you a quick question? Do you do you think Salon is completely skewered towards Hillary just because she's a woman? <laughs> completely well for the, you know a, a, somewhat uh, more than they should be
3: i, I would say so I, what i would say is this and I, I gotta be real careful what i say right of course but the i think that the if you were to call it the punditocracy or like you know the, the blogosphere yeah. the establishment of of that the people that get paid for doing it are almost overwhelmingly for clinton Right. And henceforth, there's some kind of like bummer articles that, that are going around. And the person in question who I'm, I don't want to cause any more controversy, I'm not going to mention who it is, but you can find out in like three seconds if you want to find out, said something that really irritated me. Is so Jessica Valentini? That, <laughs> that was... Uh, Something I, I forget the, the so the exact um, yeah Bernie Sanders truthers stepped down. There's no con- media conspiracy. Yeah, I right. And I was it. like, truthers? Are you right, fucking right, right, kidding right, me? Right, right, right,
2: right. You know, I mean, if you if you're if you're just for Hillary Clinton because she's a woman, you're really fucking it up. Right. You're not doing yourself yeah. for any kind of service. You're voting against your own interest, in my opinion. And uh, you know, it, it's I don't know. what he, is Hillary Clinton going to become president, and every, and all these strides are going to be made in in uh, equal rights because she's a woman? It's it's insane. Yeah, um, we have bigger so, bigger dogs in this fight.
3: Yeah, and and the way I look at it is, that I would be just as critical of Clinton as if she would a dude or a transgender dog. It doesn't matter. It's the policies, it's right. Not the person, it's not the identity. Yeah.
7: We agree. You judge everyone based on
2: their specific ideas. But no, idea. there's a whole. Yeah. uh there's plenty,
3: there's plenty of re- hey, hey, there's plenty what? of reasons to hate everybody based on their personality.
2: Right. <laughs> we don't need to know if you have a penis or a vagina. It's fine. Right. It doesn't matter.
3: But it's, it, I'm I, here I I think to say
2: I have a penis. Back. It's gone on too long, and it's my penis is big. <laughs> Hillary's it's, is small. Thank you.
7: Would a, trans- <laughs> what, would a transgender person be elected president?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know what? That. Honestly,
3: you, you would probably, and I, and I do believe this, you would probably see a transgender person elect a president before you would see an atheist elected president. Hmm. And I see wow. that as an atheist you say, and not a transgender You think person. that the wow. religion
2: thing still plays so much into it? i got to figure that's fading out. I mean, has Bernie Sanders said anything about uh, his religion or anything? Is he a practicing Jew? Is he- No. He so he what one of the many things I love about Bernie
3: Sanders is that he doesn't like he so if he's elected president let's say that happens he would be the first Jewish president but he that isn't part of his pitch no it's he,
2: secular in you his hard, beliefs, you the hardly, way your beliefs the government should be Sorry. you hardly hear about that at all yeah
3: right yeah and like so. And everyone focuses on like, you know, the, the best line of the night and it objectively was the best line of the night was just Bernie Sanders and well, what clearly was not a practice moment, just it was like, you know, American people are just sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. And it was true. It you know was what? true. I am. I am sick of hearing about that.
2: Yeah, it's stupid. But it's
3: the second part of that is he was talking about how like the focus of the media is all on these like salacious, like, you know, gotcha kind of things rather than the issues, and nobody's paying any attention to that. Which it was like, wow, because that's Bernie Sanders. That's what he does, right? It's like he doesn't have time for the nonsense of these identity politics and like whatever the you know, yeah. It's almost like he and it's stuff.
2: funny when you see somebody who uh, who uh, is all about the policies be asked questions that aren't about the policies, and he still has to answer them. And he's like shaking his head, like, "Are you guys fucking kidding me? Like, there's no middle class. <laughs>
6: right?
2: We're, we're all gonna die, you idiots. We're gonna be smashed
8: by the uh, corporate America, and no one cares." He's going to launch the missiles the first week he's uh,
6: in office.
2: Curse, <laughs> curse, curse! I, I tricked you all.
8: <laughs> well, so the thing give
2: me the, 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 give I me like the fucking I, codes. I
1: would...
8: <laughs> Bring me the football.
1: <laughs>
7: Fuck everybody. Would you like to play a game?
2: DEF Defcon 5. <laughs> right? Conan,
3: go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> Conan's dead. Conan. He died. Toby, I'm not. I'm not saying that anyone's a pressing atheist. I'm saying that you would see someone elected that is, uh, you know, a, a much more marginalized party that is non atheist probably before you would see atheist. Right. It that should
7: is. be a non issue. I'm not saying anyone's oppressing
3: anyone, Doby. Jesus Christ! You, you should, this is why I can't look at the internet if I'm if I'm saying anything.
6: Yeah, right.
2: right. you're gonna get, no, get caught up. So. No, but I, I know what Doby's saying. I don't think you're doing this, but there is a section of atheists who are like almost like atheism. Is their religion, which is just as annoying, right? As, oh yeah, like you know? like fucking Richard Dawkins.
3: He's brilliant, but he's a goddamn asshole about it. It's Like, dude, no one's fucking oppressing you. Yeah, I, I yeah. get that you've got an ethos, and I agree with you, but you're an asshole and get off my right. side.
2: Exactly why I don't like Bill Moore. If you believe, if you don't believe in something, that's not a platform to to be on. You know, I I, I don't believe this. Well, okay, right. fine. You know, you don't have so, to be a, you don't have to be an anti-religious zealot.
8: Right. Well, that's the thing is, uh, you mentioned Bill Maher, and uh, he uh, I, I that's the one thing I can't stand is people that try and make me feel like an idiot for believing in God. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, make me that's feel like an idiot. Fuck. Make me feel like an idiot for because I'm an idiot, not because of that, you know, uh, but Agreed. Agreed. Look, that's that's, uh, yeah,
2: that's I like just... what uh, Bob in the chat box says. That uh, first of all, going back to Hillary Clinton, that uh, she's capable and competent and knows all the policy wonk shit. But where does she stand? What does she stand for aside from her own advancement? And that kind of n- hits the nail on the head to me. It's like, you know, I you know, I just deserve this. I deserve to be the president. and Elect me president. Like, oh, well, what the fuck? You haven't. We haven't heard from her since the de- before the debate about anything, right? Like you, right. about anything. I hear Bernie Sanders about the issues every day. And I've heard nothing from her except, "Well, I'm Hillary Clinton. I'm running for president." Like, what? Good for you. Well, why are you running?
3: Well, I'm running for president. Didn't you hear me? Did I have,
2: I have some tape of the debate right now. When they ask Bernie Sanders about, uh, about, uh, Black Lives Matter, he says, "This. Why don't you work a zoo and stop
8: bothering people?" Wow. Oh, gets right down <laughs> to the issues. That's brutal.
2: Now these. You
8: know, they... well, so, all right. <laughs>
3: the the two other takeaways that maybe you know people are talking about and 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 maybe people aren't w- was that um, <laughs> Jim Webb Jim Webb who I actually thought was a pretty good senator he he went up against a, a total racist nutbag George Allen in Virginia uh a one term senator but he's like secretary of navy for Reagan he's like a right wing dude right yeah. uh well not right wing dude but like a moderate dude like an old school, like back when you could have someone that was liberal and be a republican which right. isn't really the case anymore yeah but <laughs> Basically, he whined about his time coverage the entire time, and he's like, he's like a like ex-wrestler dude. Like, he's like not like a professional wrestler, like he high school wrestler, but he's a tough guy. Like, you definitely kind of like think about if it, like John Rambo was running for president, right? And
6: he yeah.
3: <laughs> he. Uh, when they asked about like what they're, they had some question about like you know whatever your enemy, and it was a dumb question. It was like a stupid question. But he they got to him, and he basically mentioned how he like, it's like oh, you know the enemy that I choose to be the guy that I killed. Right. How about and, like he like, did this really devious smile, and I was like, holy shit, Brian,
0: did he just say that? Brian Dennehy. <laughs> right. <laughs> how about Rambaki for like, prison? Uh... <laughs>
3: And it's like, oh my God. Like I mean, like it just had this like really evil grin when he did it. And I was like, oh my God, I think you know, it's like I don't think it, and, and the thing the thing I said and I was, I was I was very proud of this. I was like, man, the time to say that is uh, want to talk about my debate time now.
2: Yeah, really. <laughs> Jesus. When they asked uh, Bernie Sanders about the Middle East, I was a little surprised to hear him say this.
1: Salud! and everybody's sucking sand? So it's I mean, that's, a little
2: <laughs> insensitive. Jesus right? Christ. Oh, yeah. Bernie.
8: Yeah, you're not going to elected
2: he, like that. He shot himself in the foot with that one. Big time. <laughs> right.
8: not, not, with, not with middle... That was not his with, Howard Dean moment. Uh, right
2: there. I voted against the Iraq War. <laughs> and,
7: <laughs> and everybody's sucking sand?
2: Oh, Jesus. These are true so, come out.
7: Oh,
3: boy. I, I, and the other thing is that uh, Jim Jeffords, uh, who's a nice enough fella, he was like a Republican that defected over as Democrat, ran as an independent, et cetera. Uh, you know, important guy in an important time. I, he has no business running for president, though. And so he got asked a question about his uh, his vote on the, uh, Glass, the Patriot Act, Bla- I believe.
8: No, Glass steagler I think it was wasn't
3: it? Yeah, uh, Glass Steagler, yeah, uh, yeah, that's yeah. uh, what. Anyway, well, the point of fact is he basically was like, "Oh, it was my first day in office. Right. My dad had just died." My dad he, just he died. He gave like the dog ate my homework answer. Right, right. and then. And then Anderson Cooper like did not let that slide at all and it was like really awkward and weird. I was like, "Whoa, this is
2: this
6: is fucked up."
2: <laughs> <laughs> this is what they play when when uh, Bernie Sanders comes to the podium. <laughs> Thank you. Don Rickles music. <laughs> well, you know, I, I certainly hope he will uh, be the next president. How about this, Conan Neutron? You going to hold your nose and vote for Hillary if it uh, she wins a primary in the general election? Uh,
3: yeah, probably. I mean, I mean
2: we're, we have the luxury I mean, of... Uh, I mean, what I
3: can do? You vote for one of these fucking blood-sucking maniac Republicans? No, but I mean, American will you
2: uh, will you abstain or vote for a, a, a some kind of other candidate? Looking because, listen, you're in California. Nah, nah, nah. We're it's, in New York. Our vote really doesn't matter in the general election, I would say, maybe. Yeah, are you, know. you going to vote, vote for
8: Ross Perot? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> I'm going to write in Admiral Stockdale. <laughs>
2: exactly.
3: <laughs> Remember that guy?
2: <laughs> Goldwater.
3: Hey, uh, John. I,
2: have a I stopped sw- voting when Goldwater lost. I was so mad.
8: <laughs> you <laughs> voted against uh, Kennedy?
2: Yeah, uh, uh, Kennedy? Uh, that Catholic son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to uh, ruin the country with his popery. Yeah. His Roman popery. <laughs> right. uh, I'm voting for Mondale.
6: Yeah, it's going to pass the <laughs>
8: Eucharist Act.
2: So here, so here's the way I look at this. I vote for Geraldine is, Ferraris because I like, you know, driving fast. Geraldine, there's a lady in politics.
8: Right, on the Grand Central's.
7: Okay. Right. Franny Lou. Conan, how do you look at this? So I, I look at it this way,
8: right?
3: I mean, <laughs> it, if that. you're in a position that you feel like there's a third party that really represents your views, and, yeah, you can safely do it, you know, the electoral votes are going to go to the the Democratic candidate if you know, that's how you lean, then that's a totally acceptable thing to do. I have done that in the past. That said, as much as I don't think and we I think we've established my problems with Hillary Clinton, we've mentioned this fact I think she's interested in power. Period. That's it. Yeah. But that said, she's also pugnacious. You well. know, she, she's she's not afraid of a fight and you know, it's as much <laughs> as I actually like Obama, she's so scrappy. Sometimes I kind I wish he would she no, better give be, the she better be. she's gonna be okay.
2: fighting did during the debate did they ask her uh, did they, were there any wall Street questions at all or did they just avoid the topic
3: oh yes and so there was an amazing an amazing moment where they <laughs> she like she basically is trying to revise history and say that she was oh well I went down to Wall Street and told well, them hey <laughs> you can't do that I was like yeah right I was like you went down to Wall Street and asked them to open up their dance yeah textbook, she went she, she
2: went to pick up a check and then on her way out she's like hey uh, wink wink don't do that anymore
3: Right. Hey, <laughs> right, exactly. Connor- and it was great because, like, I mean, I would love to see, like, a, a whole pastiche of Bernie Sanders' reactions to when people were saying stupid shit or just disingenuous shit.
6: Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just like, ugh. God damn
3: it. <laughs> like, you can tell he's, like, totally
6: not down for sh- it at
2: all. They, well, they used to do that, right? I don't know if they do it anymore. They're, they're like, the split screen of the other candidate <laughs> just, right. like, shaking his head. You right. know, I love that. Hey, so, <laughs> like, the, like the, the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Uh, Donald but, Trump's, like, you know, uh, I hate Mexicans. And then they just show, like, uh, another dude just shaking his head. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Well, not in that with, debate. With the rest of everyone the was. So yeah. Everyone was nodding their head. Yes. If everyone was nodding their head. Yep, sure do. Yes. Hate them. them. <laughs> they hate, the, hate them people. <laughs> they're awful.
7: But hey, Conan. They do you, can't do a damn thing for us. Right. Conan, do you like, did you, did you like Bill Clinton when he was in office? He's fine. Okay. So- I mean, he did a lot of things that I I, I, I didn't care
3: for. Okay, but, fair you know, enough. He's do fine.
2: Do you feel that NAFTA was a big mistake?
7: Yeah. Right. I have serious problems with the the quote unquote free trade. Right. you really want to get into it. Do you feel that if Hillary's elected, his influence will uh, his influence? Oh wait, oh wait, our guests arrived. Go ahead, Tommy. It, we have your question,
8: it, sir? It's you radio. Can keep talking. Okay. You know?
3: so, <laughs> so I, I, I think that I think that Hillary is is going to be would be a good progressive president. I will vote for her if it comes down to that. Uh, but I'm not excited about. it. It's like being excited for the Foo Fighters or
10: something. Sorry, <laughs> that's a bad.
3: <laughs>
2: Are you thing. saying uh, Hillary Clinton is the Foo Fighters of uh, politics? Absolutely. <laughs> Call, you're on the air.
10: Um. Hey, it's David from Vancouver.
2: Oh, hey, David from Vancouver. How's it going?
10: I'm doing well. I just wanted to tell a quick uh, Bernie Sanders story.
2: Yes, let's hear your Bernie Sanders story. I'd love to hear it.
10: Well, so, but Bernie Sanders, when he was a uh, uh, first term um, in the House of Representatives, uh, he was eating in the, um, uh, you know, what, what do they call it there? The congressional, like, mess hall?
2: Okay, like cafe- sh- cafeteria or something?
10: Yeah, yeah, right. <clears throat> And um, so he is actually uh, talking to a fellow female uh, congressman, and they were getting along, along quite well. And um, he uh, he notices that uh, Bill Quintron is actually in the congressional mess as well. So he goes over there, and he's you know because he's trying to impress this bird. So he goes over to Bill and he says, "Look, in about five minutes, come over and just you know shake my hand, and you know I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to get into this chick's pants."
2: <laughs> right. Okay. <clears throat>
10: Um, so he does that and then he walks back and he's talking to this chick And in about five minutes Bill comes over and says Bernie, Bernie, I'm looking forward to working with you in the upcoming congressional session I hope we can get a lot of work done And Bernie says, fuck off, Bill, I'm trying to talk to this broad here
2: <laughs> I think that's you made that story up And that is actually the story of Frank Sinatra and Don Rickles in a restaurant
10: No, 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 no <laughs> I don't know,
2: man I think you made that up. I think that's when Frank... Hey, Frank, can't you see wait. I'm eating? Oh, he just hung up. There he yeah, goes. He the Australian gentleman. And when Conan's hung up. We should, <laughs> we should take a break. Let's take a break. Our guest, Joe Gorlick, is here. Hi, Joe. Hey, Joe. And uh, we'll, uh, should we play some some of your music now, or should we wait?
7: I, let's, no, let's hear let's hear. We have lots really? of Really?
2: Should we world premiere a Red Hair song right now?
7: No, play something else.
2: Oh, okay. Just maybe we
7: could talk about it, then play it.
2: All righty. And uh, we'll do just that. We'll be back after this. Cool.
8: Radio Nobe.
2: was uh the Rutabaga with the shiny destination great band out of Indiana. Uh before that, what did we hear? We heard uh sonic with uh what is that chemical dumb machine dumb machine. I like that I like every every song you sent me, Joe, is is a masterpiece. <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> I love the uh, I love your music, my friend. Thank you. We're here with Joe Gorelick. Yes. Yeah yes.
6: thanks for doing hey, this Joe.
2: Joe. Hey, in a hey, hey, Joe. I'm a fan, I, to be honest with you. Joe is in a, uh, a band called Garden Variety. Maybe you've heard of them. Great band. And uh, he's also been a member of Blue Tip. Joe currently plays with red hair. What else, Joe? I mean, you do everything.
0: Sonic. I mean, anything Jason Farrell related, I'm in at right. this moment, which I'm happy to be. Except Swizz, when Swizz get back together, I'm not in that.
2: You're that's not me. in that. Well, that's yeah. Alex. You know, they, right. they
0: keep it. They keep it. Pure.
2: Can you poison his uh, drink or something? <laughs> no. you in that? I love
0: hey, Alex. Let hey, me take care of him for you. <laughs> no, it's said, tar- good. Tar- take tar- care of him. <laughs> that's uh, that's
2: that's Target. <laughs>
7: Is that his name? <laughs> yeah, Target, Target AD?
0: Target
2: AD. That's Target. Yep. Target Swizz, Swizz was a band on uh, Discord in the, the early.
0: Uh, uh... They were not on Discord. They weren't? They, they were, were on Amanda's sam- Sandwich. Yeah. Amanda
7: Mackay, Ian's sister.
0: They,
11: ah. There were what?
0: some issues with that. I Ian
7: mckay has got a sister. Amanda. Yes, she's Amanda. great. She's really nice. She put out the first Shutter to Think record, which is phenomenal.
0: Huh. She's awesome. Does
11: she have shaved head and big ears, too?
0: She has. Uh, she's very small. Like, you know, I like Alec, but she's got nice hair, blonde hair, dyed yeah. it. And she's cool. She sings in a band, actually. What? Yeah. What band is Amanda in? Uh, you know she's gonna kill me. I forget the name. She there was. I actually the have spot, the record. Man. I yeah. have the record. It's like not this. St- oh, what is the name of that damn? Jason will tell you, of course. Right. He'll just look it up on. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jason Farrell, of course. That's your special calling guest today. Yes. Yeah, It's like, uh, I like it. Joe's coming in. He's going to run the show. He's going to have his own calling guest. <laughs> guest Yeah, because I'm woefully unprepared, you yeah? <laughs> know? So I'm, I'm, I'm always happy when Brian and uh, and Joe can take it over. Hey. Joe, thanks for doing this, man. Really yeah. appreciate it, dude. Wow. How you doing?
0: I'm doing great. It's yeah. great to see Tommy Rockstar here. These are all mishpacha, you know? Oh, yeah. you know Tommy Rockstar? Oh, I know <laughs> Tommy Rockstar. Everybody knows Tommy Rockstar. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: My God, man.
11: <laughs> I, I venture to say I know Joe longer than I know you guys. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right.
2: So <laughs> Garden Variety and, and Latex Generation used yep. to tour together yeah. and stuff. Now it's all making sense.
11: You want to hear a funny story? Uh, the uh, we were just talking yeah, but about. Is it funny? It is very funny. All right. <laughs> we were just talking off air about this club called the Angle, which was in Minola. Sure, was right of I course. That place. Yeah, all the shows used to be there. That's where I first got my. Not first- to be
2: confused with the Chance in Poughkeepsie, right? That was. Right. right. Not
0: as hip.
11: The <laughs> Angle, yes. But we got we got our first taste of underground music there. We used to see bands like the Bouncing Souls and Avail there. And I remember the first time I saw Garden Variety there. All the four members of Latex happened to be in the crowd but we weren't booked for the show and somehow like total fucking gavones we asked Garden Variety if, we'd, if they'd be cool with letting us like borrow instruments to get up on stage and do a song and they kind of looked at us like mm, alright all yeah sure and uh, we got up and I remember every single member of the band broke the instrument by accident like we broke a string on this we broke a uh, drum head on that on see, one song Why you don't do that, right? <laughs> exactly?
2: <laughs> sorry about your uh, $700 symbols dude we'll see you next time we're <laughs> <laughs> your big heroes of ours Goodbye. so bad so bad <laughs> when did Garden Variety start? I thought they started Earlier than
0: uh, so we started. Uh, uh, we started in 1991. So um it, right. it was a very simple story. I you know I was um in a band called the Hasbro's prior to that, and we were just a pop punk band playing around New York City. And I saw this. Uh, I was on the verge of losing my mind because I really wanted to play much heavier music and much more rhythmic, crazy stuff. And so I right. I was on the lookout. You know, I was on the prowl for for two or three guys or girls, whomever, to play music with. And I found this ad. That said, it was in some Long Island trade. I don't remember what at the moment, but it said... Um, good s- times? Squirrel. It might have been. It might have yeah. been. Or island Under some, the volcano. Right. Yeah, some crap. Oh, no, under the volcano was all right. Rich Black. Rich he, Black. It was yeah.
2: probably the EC, the EC rocker.
0: Yeah, he's a good dude. Rich um, Black's
2: a good guy. He yeah. said, he helped me, uh, I don't mean to derail you, but I broke my wrist once at a show and he uh, he iced it down for me in really? the car because he was nice. Yeah. The Dairy cops born. broke up that show. <laughs> Dairy bond yeah.
0: Dairy barn. I remember the, dairy barn. <laughs> <laughs> the I dirty barn. The dirty barn. Um. So great iced tea. Uh, they did have great iced <laughs> tea and a lot of milk. Um. Uh, so anyway, long story short, uh, you know, I saw this ad that blew my brains out. I, I it was uh, squirrel bait. <laughs> Squirrel Bait, Skunk, Soul Asylum, Replacements, wow. Husker do. Yeah. The influences, yeah. right? Yeah. I was like, the
2: Squirrel bait, David Grubbs, and Skunk is uh, right. uh, Matt, Matt Sweeney, Sweeney. Matt Sweeney, Chubbas. you're right. Yeah, who you
0: like, you know, and, yeah. and uh-huh. I do. I love I do Matt, Matt Sweeney. And, and speaking of
7: Hoosker, did you, did you see the whole uh, false uh, yeah. reunion thing? It was just, which uh, well, Greg you don't, Norton came Greg on. Greg Norton you, you don't think it's happening? No, Greg Norton came on Facebook today saying- Greg uh, Nortron? Uh, <laughs> Nortron. Tron bro. Tron, bro. There it is. And he basically- he said,
2: everybody, everybody, take it. Yeah, really? take like, it this this is uh, not going to happen. Well, uh, go on with your story, Joe. Pay hey, no attention it. to Mr. Music off. You no. No, <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> I, had to, I was curious. <laughs> what, what the, the hell? <laughs> my ears, my
11: ears pricked up with that. I was actually very excited. not used to that yet. Me too.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to right, hear the story. <laughs> so, so, Joe,
0: I, I met these... So, uh, so Roman, uh, who's the lead singer, the main singer of Garden Ready right, and the bass player. So, he... he <laughs> I got in touch with these guys. I was like, I have to meet you. I don't understand how you could possibly have the exact same musical uh you know point of view as i but i i'm in brooklyn at pratt and i don't care what i got to do to go drive out there to valley stream but i'm going to play music with you right guys. so he sent me a tape with a demo and it was a song called lately which we never really recorded but it was one of the best it was like a moment where you hear a, a bob mold song acoustically it was like what in god how the hell did this happen in valley stream right, right. Uh-huh. and so that was it it literally i went You know, I met them. They thought I would look like Dave Perner. I didn't. I lived in a Jew Jew from Long Island. Uh, At least I had, uh, I was flying the flannel. I had that going for me and I had long hair. So it was okay, but I did not look like Perner. Um, And I wasn't a smoker either. So, you know, I had points against me. But either way, we all looked, we all looked like a band right away. And so it was like, that's it. We're, we're, we're doing it. And, and that's it. I mean, in 1991, there was nothing. Imagine what was going on. And then it was like Nirvana was about to, Break yeah. Yeah, open
2: and Ramones,
11: Dead Milkman, all sorts of stuff coming out. <laughs> so in in
2: 1991, <laughs> were your peers like I don't know Super Chunk, bands like that Sebadoh's
0: yeah I mean you know, not Slints they were they were heroes more than peers I right mean, We actually I booked Super Chunk at Pratt and we opened for them and I I nobody in our camp would go and speak to them I'm the only one who walked uh, up to them and it was like Worcester um, you know when he just joined the band it was right after Chunk had had quit and, yeah
2: the first album is Chunk right sorry yeah. Chuck or whatever the first two.
0: And uh I, I you know, they were not particularly wonderful to talk to, but either way, you know, I was a huge fan and I was yeah. certainly you know flying their music everywhere playing it non-stop it must have been
2: a bad day because well, i sweet they're sweet yeah people. i think well, so no i, I you so. know the one time i i talked to jim he wasn't very pleasant jim's but the, I mean, the least pleasant dude i find that hard to believe i i, I think he's hilarious me? yeah he's yeah. pretty like sour ass that's because you know music off you're you're like you know you're like the mayor everyone loves you. <laughs> no, no everyone
7: <laughs> makes fun of me and they think they think i'm a clown who's okay he's just a clown he's the
2: clown one of my favorite bands ever though super absolutely they really you know in 1991 I'm a uh a sophomore in high school and that super Trunk stuff just coming out and uh, you know, it changed my whole view on everything, yep. you know? Yep. I was busy listening to Guns N' Roses or whatever That's the fuck. right. Yeah. And then like super Trunk, replacements. Those kind of bands, well, the replacements were out. Obviously, I got into those bands because pretty much because of Pat Walsh. who's not here tonight. Yeah, yeah well, where's, Joe, where's I, that's what I was
11: going to say. Like, you know, we we know each other from like the punk hardcore scene, but it's all the indie rock influences were for these guys. You know, we would hang out in their garage just like this in the early '90s, and they would turn me on to all that. This stuff. This is what's yeah.
2: weird to me that like Garden Variety kind of uh, was under the radar for me. That it wasn't one of the bands that I really listened to uh, they... at all, and not because I didn't like them, because I just never it never crept into my uh, conscience.
11: Yeah, they were more in that. Pop, pop punk hardcore scene, but they really didn't fit it. You know they. Yeah, they. You know
2: they call you guys post hardcore or whatever, right. but it's more like punk rock to me. I don't know. What do you think, Joe?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, you know yeah. The first time I heard um, "Slack Motherfucker," right, uh, that yeah. song. So the first time I heard that song, I did not know how to categorize that because here you know you have melodic hooks, you have. A song that starts like a Sonic Youth song, right? So, and then it's got all this noise going on, and, and but it's also sloppily played, and so I didn't know what was going on, and I think a lot of people felt the same way about Garden Variety. We didn't, they didn't know. I mean, Artie, Artie Shepard, and I have spoken a bunch of times, and he. The last time I saw him, I was working on a commercial at St. At Vitus that, you know, I had rented out the whole place, and he and I were talking, and he had told me that, um, you know, nobody in the hardcore scene liked you guys. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> well, nobody, like, understood yeah. what but in the he, hell you were doing until well, I explained it, it, it to it them.
2: More power you know? to you for that. Yeah. It's, it's kind it's of great. a threat to the hardcore scene. They say, what the yeah, hell do right. these guys think they're doing, you know? Yeah. Well,
7: the, he just... was in a progressive band, though, and they, they were starting yeah. to get away from hardcore. Artie from,
2: um, era type of, 11. Era what was 13, 11. that famous, like, Sebado line of, uh, or, you know, just to, you know, take hardcore and slow it down and smoke weed or something. Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah I, I
0: see the thing is that we had, uh, the thing about Garden Ready was that it was, you have to understand, it's an amalgam of so many different kinds of stuff. You've got Skunk, which, you know, you, you and I, we all share a love for Matt Sweeney and everything he touches, yeah, right? They, so,
7: they were the Soul Asylum of New Jersey. Uh, yeah, they were, very
0: much. <laughs> well, yeah. back when, and, 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 you, you know, know for
2: no, going back to that Marin right. interview, which I listened to, that uh, Sweeney was right when he was talking about Soul Asylum being, a band that everybody looked up to, that and solo sound was really fucking good back then. Fucking mm-hmm. a you know, horse Are they you rode in me? on in those albums, you know. Oh, oh my yeah. god, I, I stopped People there. Don't realize,
0: right. and you don't know what, what, how to categorize that either. And that's the thing: like, how do you categorize "Sometime to Return"? Right? You can't really categorize that. How do you? But then they do a song like "Cartoon," and you're like, what in the world? Now that's like a pop song. Yeah, the so, mats,
7: yeah, the mats came in there. there the ma- yeah. So,
0: I, Garden Party was: we took hints of hardcore, we took some of the speed of hardcore, we took the melody of the mats and soul asylum and Husker and tried to do it as a three piece. And so the thing is, is that we always get uh, brushed off as being like a jawbreaker East coast thing. But that's to me, if you really listen to the two records, we end the seven inches, I don't think it, Sounds anything like Jawbreaker? I love Jawbreaker. I, Jaw I sure. absolutely love Jawbreaker, but it's not like yeah. that. No. Right?
7: I thought you guys were the beginning of the. I don't want to call it noise core, but the more uh, yeah. yeah, it's,
0: it's definitely a, noise r- elements rambunctious in
7: there. Rambunctious, dissonant kind of scene of heart. Of
2: we
0: punk. would have, we would have been more like unwound at this point. Have right? We stayed yeah. A band. Great, great
2: band. Everyone's so quick to just lump 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 everybody in with something because it makes it easier to think about. You know, it's <laughs> right. like oh, well they sound like <laughs> it's easier to just you
6: know, right. like people, eh, whatever. That's why I just nervous. tell people they're
2: like, hey, what does your band sound like? I'm like Billy Joel. <laughs> hey, Joe, before. Sick ass in a a <laughs> fucking stupid right. question.
7: <laughs> Joe, before uh, Garden Variety, was there a stint with another band? Yes.
0: Want so, to uh... talk about that? so I did a no no I don't <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to no, interview's over
7: see I know who the band is yes.
0: I want to hear you say it I, yeah I told Brian so I, yeah, I did do a, a short tour with uh, well not a short tour it was a medium sized tour with King Missile You know, I don't know if you guys ever heard of King yeah. Missile yeah is yeah.
2: Dave Rick in that band Dave Rick yep. is in that band yeah
0: man that guy's nuts Dave Rick and uh, Chris <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was filling in for. The, I was a young you know young drummer filling in for the much older Roger dude who like you know played with everybody and was a Studio cat, and so I was sort of up against it, and I felt that way. Uh, but the worst part of it was that I put my hand through a, a window the oh. day before going on tour. Oh, smooth. Which was something I would. A guy like me would never. Was the window do. open? It was closed. Oh, it. I was playing frisbee with my girlfriend, and boom! I didn't see that it was. Uh, oh, it wasn't open. like an act of violence. Or... No, I was trying to stop myself from running down a hill, right. <laughs> and right in time to ruin the tour. And I was wrapping. I was basically we were playing TT the Bears, and I was wrapping my arm with 15 stitches in my in my wrist. Yeah. Oh.
7: TT's rest in peace. Yeah. TT's closed. You
0: know
2: what happens? It's those. It's those single pane windows. Bullshit. <laughs> You would throw a wiffle ball through it.
11: So, And then you guys ended up getting signed to Gern Blanson, right?
0: Right. So uh, Gern, first, we, are, we put out a 7-inch with Big Vinny in Mintone. So Vinny was... Big, Big, Big Vinny? It sounds know, like he <laughs> plays poker over here. Mintone. Vinny, Vinny, Vinny was Fucking the mint. singer of... I have a good story with Vinny. He was the singer of a band called Situated Chaos. And they were like a uh, punky, hardcore something... Dag esque kind of band, I guess, in the early, the late 80s. Mm -hmm. And really, he's a beautiful guy. He's a really nice person. And he, uh, so he, I don't know how it happened, but he stepped up to us at some point during one gig and said, hey, I'd love to put a 7-inch out with you guys, whatever, you know. And so we were like, cool, you know, nobody gives a shit about us, so why (laughs) not? And it was early on in the career. And so, yeah, we did a a 7-inch with Midtone. And then uh, after that got well-reviewed, I assume, because it was called Hedge. Yeah, um, I remember that,
11: too. Great 7-inch.
0: And, like, maximum rock and roll liked it, and people liked it, and so I, I guess that's a good thing. And then we ended up... Um, I guess Charles heard about us from... I'm not sure exactly whether we had played at John Hiltz's house in New Jersey. Oh, wow, you that's know, a name I haven't heard in years. Right. Hiltz, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, is been the tech for Tom Tom Club for a gazillion years. Oh, wow, years. what a Get career path. path. Which is insane. Are they still
2: playing? Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was interviewing Chris Franz, the drummer of Talking Heads and, and Tom Tom Club, and I see a picture of... With a guy with a long beard, yeah. a slender guy, I'm like, wait a minute. That's Holtz. Wow. Is that John hiltz Chris? And he goes, Yeah, how do you know him? I'm like, that's this is a guy who we all played his house in the nineties. Famous right, house right, right. parties. Used right. to have all house born parties.
7: The Leo brothers played their the roles. Right, 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 right.
0: It was insane. And so he's like, Stakes Yeah, he's been sounds. our monitor guy for like twenty years. Yeah, so right. I'm like, Oh my god. i
7: mean Joe, even from the beginning, you guys got out of Long Island. A lot you didn't you travel, so yeah. That's how you know, Charles...
11: that, Brian. That was the success or the key to success in that time. <laughs> you had to get away from that crazy, like very close Long Island scene, it still
7: is. Yeah, so well, yeah. Uh, so I would imagine he saw you play in New Jersey, and that's how that happened.
0: Well, part of getting out of Long Island was uh, and Roman has brought this up in, in separate interviews. Are you but, from Valley Stream originally? So I'm from is that where you grew up, like Brian. I'm betwixt the two. I, I, I. I um, betwixt Queens and Long Island. So I grew, I was born in, in Manhattan, raised in Flushing.
6: Yeah! Wow,
0: well, so was I. Flushing. 150th Street in Union too. I was born in Manhattan, too. Where in Manhattan were you born? Um, Leroy Hospital, which is not there anymore. My hospital is also not there anymore. <laughs> it
2: was called Polyclinic on 39th and, uh, no, 50th Street and uh, 9th Avenue. I think we're both uh, the omen or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, oh, we, we actually... should go bowling after this episode <laughs> uh, because I think we have a lot queens. of things in common. Yeah. When I was 1 years old, we moved to uh Bayside and Flushing. Hey. And
7: oh, nice. you know who else is from Bayside?
2: Who? Mm-hmm. You. Me. That's right. Uh, but that's did you right. live right across the street
7: from White Castle? No, you did not. I lived I live two blocks.
0: <laughs> that was my White Castle, by the
2: way.
7: It's
0: the White Castle. That is the... Well, For it was mine, at least. Right. right.
7: I'm talking with a full mouth there. Who brought the Reese's, right? Was that you? Yeah. That was me. Yeah. So
0: go ahead, John. I'm sorry. What sorry. You go- oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say that I... Uh, you know, split life, you know, part Queens, which is where, you know, I learned about the rough streets. Yeah. <laughs> the rough then, middle-class streets. Semi-suburban. Suburban. <laughs> and then I got into the rougher most, uh, well, and my father made more money. He stepped up in his career and we went to Great night. Right. Oh, so yeah.
7: And your dad knew a lot of people in Flushing, that names that we know.
0: Yes.
2: My, my Listen, dad. I got a raise. Pack it up. We're moving with the rich Jews. Let's do it. we <laughs> <laughs> going to Great Neck. White, white flight. It's pretty what? much exactly right. I didn't know you were We're going to go neck. to the same synagogue as Howard
7: Stern. I don't care what <laughs> <laughs> happened. Who are some of the folks that your dad hung with in yes, Flushing?
0: So I, I'm kind of proud of my dad. He's, he, so check this out. Listen to this list of people my father grew up with. So, Hit me. Okay. So two famous Simons. Bob Simon of 60 Minutes, the guy who unfortunately- in oh, rest yeah. in peace. But, yeah, great, amazing guy. And it's then, fun. so he was over at my father's house all the time. And then uh, Paul Simon. huh So Paul Simon. <laughs> thank you. I'm going to name drop uh, five more times. <laughs> yeah. no Please Joe, ding me. Never heard of him. Never heard of him.
11: Joe, fun fact: My mom was no pair for Carly Simon, which is kind of well, crazy. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You That's a Simon. Me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, you I used to watch. So Simon wait, how your <laughs> <laughs>
0: Simon and Simon? <laughs> My mom worked for Simon and Schuster. I you. had a
2: oh. Simon Bar Bar-Sin- Simon sinister toy. My, you know my name is Simon. Uh, how does your dad know Paul Simon?
0: So my dad was this genius student, and he, he ended up becoming a, a mathematician. Where'd actually. your dad grow up? Uh, he grew up in the rough streets of Jackson Heights. Oh, okay, yeah, which yeah. are rough. Uh, they were back then. They were sure, in the fifties. Yeah, yeah, and he 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 befriended Paul Simon during Queens College, and he literally would drive him to and from Forest Hills. And they, I mean, they played ball together. And my dad, my dad jokes that they showered together, so he's seen every part of Paul Simon. And then they uh, are just, the
2: rumors true. Well, I,
0: I don't <laughs> want to know. I, know. I, just, I just made that up. I don't know. Even... Hey and,
7: man, he and, scored and, Edie Brickell.
0: Yeah, <coughs> right, exactly. Uh, but and I think Carrie Fisher too. No. Really? Oh, wait, yeah, oh, really? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, Carrie yeah, Fisher. Yeah, yeah. He dated he many, for many uh-huh. years. But uh, and then he um, he tutored Paul in French and in math, mm. so they knew each other quite well. And then uh, I guess a, another. Ding will be coming for. Um, <laughs> so my I might not have been born had my father married uh, Larry Klein. Uh, excuse me, Richard Klein from Three's Company. Larry oh, Dallas. Uh, Larry.
2: Larry Dallas. Larry right. Dallas. His re-
0: So my dad used to call him Richie, Little Richie. Wow. Did, they,
2: uh, uh, Richard Klein was a Queens guy.
0: He was a Queens guy, and they they played wow. stickball together. Wow. And my father and his real life uh, sister was gorgeous. She was a really? gorgeous redhead. Yeah. And my dad almost married her.
11: Wow, you guys, used, they all met at the Regal Beagle? <laughs> <laughs> your dad
2: almost married Larry Dallas's sister, and if he didn't, then, then that's why you're here. That's right. Amazing. Right. And we are doing no, this interview. No garden variety. No, no, <laughs> no red, garden variety. No, no reticence. Wow, what kind of guy is Richard Klein? Does your dad have any uh, uh, they had, insight into it?
0: Yeah, they had dinner, uh, I guess, a bunch of years ago, maybe 15, 20 years ago. I think they had dinner together, and he's very nice, you know, very cordial. Yeah. Still around? Still, Yes, yeah, still, still alive. alive. All right. I don't and know if he's acting, know, though.
2: He seems like a good dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad said he was a great guy. Nice, yeah.
2: And who did- else? Wait, you grew up in Jackson Heights. There's one more, a big one.
0: Oh, uh, is there another one? I don't know. Jesus, uh, why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? <laughs> okay, uh, you know uh, that's, uh, that's, the guy. You, you know, know that that's a, a
2: clip of the guy. That's a hint.
0: What's that? Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don Rickles. Does he have a Don a Rickles song? Mother w- played bridge with my grandmother, my father's mother, every Sunday. Wow. <laughs>
6: They didn't play Mar- They
7: didn't play. Are you sure it was Bridge or was it Marjan? <laughs> yeah.
0: Could have been. I don't know. They called her
8: Bubba Yetta or something? (laughs) Yenta? 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 I don't
0: know. Yenta.
11: Yenta. So you're an original descendant of Don Rickles. That's amazing. (laughs) There you go, ladies and gentlemen. The closest we'll ever have Don Rickles on the show. We're
2: interviewing a man who kind of knows Don Rickles, maybe.
6: (laughs) Not
0: really. (laughs) Not really. So your dad used to hang out with all these guys coming up. What year is this? This is in the 50s? This is in the 50s and the early 60s. God. It's amazing. Paul Simon would have been the very early 60s. What do you
2: think? Do you have a... an, an opinion on the Paul Simon Los Lobos uh, thing. Oh. You ever hear about that? No, is there a lot? You no, know, when they were recording Graceland, Los Lobos, sh- he, he hired them to, like, show up and play, and they were all jamming out, and then, like, he... He goes, okay, thanks, guys, that's good, and like stole like half the songs for <laughs> the album Iceland, really? and just took, yeah, guy from Los Lobos is fucking pissed. That really? was at, that
8: was in Muscle Shoals, wasn't it?
2: I don't know. Look it up. Google Google it. Google well, DRI.
0: I'll give you two bad stories about Paul Simon. So, yeah. so you're not the nicest One is, guy, maybe. My wife was an actress for a long time, and. um she was doing a play. Uh, she did the play. I forget the name. It's a. It's a. I don't even like the record. It's a Paul Simon play slash oh, album. Oh, I, I know what it is. Come it's on, the Cape Man. Cape Man, right? right? Yes. So she was like in the rehearsals for it, and she felt the tap on her ass, and it was Paul Simon. Oh, oh. Tap. Paul. Yeah. He's right about that same height. About Actually, the same height as Marlowe. Yeah.
7: Joe, if I, don't, I mean, can me I? Really can
8: me. I? You and I have something in common. Yes, we he do. Were, he were, he had his office in, in the building that Brian and I used to work. That's he, where I was going, right? Brian, Brian and I used to work in the Brill Building, right? And, uh, right. and he had a twin brother, also, didn't right? He? Eddie. Yep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was a real sour ass. Oh, Who okay. Paul Simon. They both sucked. They were both oh, yeah. so mean. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've, the, I've seen Paul Simon about four times the entire time that I worked in that building. Oh, man. No, I, his, so his, two assist, his two assistants were the greatest guys in the world.
7: Was, uh, I, I can't remember. Right. I used to bring crossed up mail into their office. And right. did you ever go into his office? <coughs> no. Because listen, and I'm not making this up. All of his furniture was constructed custom to be a little bit shorter. Uh, not, <laughs> no, no, I'm not making a joke. I'm not <laughs> making this is how wealthy That's what this guy makes was. it funny. Right. He made his money off of uh the jingle and the licensing work right. not right. off Simon and Garfunkel That's or or Graceland. Really? Yeah.
8: Yeah. That's uh and it, because you imagine your brother is a, your twin brother is a superstar and everywhere you go people think you're him. Right. That's what this guy was. They're so identical about. twins.
2: Identical. I had no idea. I oh, are yeah. you sure
0: they're? I know they look exactly like. I don't think they're. Wow. Are they twins for I've, real? I've, yeah, somebody. I, so. <laughs> I saw him
8: once, and somebody said that's his brother. It's that's like Gallagher too. And I thought, right, Gallagher, the comedian, is he's a twin also. Do Your, you remember? Do play you remember?
2: me a tune. I have no idea how to play that guitar. I'm. A, I'm a <laughs> con- I work in uh, uh, construction. <laughs> 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 Hang
0: on. My name's Eddie. Yeah, and so the other story was that he. Uh, that Simon, uh, so my father, right, he's at the Oyster Bar. and This is like 1975.
2: The Oyster Bar in the uh, west side of Manhattan, right? In the, or in, uh, by the Madison Square Garden. By
0: Grand Central. Yeah, I th- Within Grand Central. Oh, in Grand in Central, right. Oyster the, Bar. Oyster Bar. the Oyster Bar, right. The Oyster Bar. And uh, my mom is pregnant with my brother, my younger brother. And uh, my father sees Paul Simon. Now, he's, my father's a huge fan of Paul Simon, as am I. <laughs> yeah. My father bought all of his records, even though they had lost track of each other because Paul got got hugely famous. With Garfunkel and all, but so he walks over with my mother, who's pregnant, and just says, "Hey, hey!" The way my dad would do, he says, "Hey, Paul, it's Mike, Mike Relic. How you doing?" And Mike and Paul literally was just, "Bye, bye, see you later." Almost gave him the hand, pretty much, which is just like, can you imagine? That's too bad. What a dick.
8: Drove him to college every day. I mean,
0: (sighs) it wasn't like he was some guy
2: off the street, like a fan. He drove him to college every day.
8: I don't get that. That's that's always. uh, Something's going I, I on how, with that so guy. It, but it's a lot of times it seems to be a celebrity when you're that famous, and yeah, I, I, some weird like. Ethan Hawke used to um, he he was he made a movie he directed a movie, and and I worked on it and he was mixing it across the hall from from us and he was coming into my room every single day and he was saying hello to me he would st- just open up the door and pop his head in hey Ryan how you doing. Oh hey Ethan, how you doing? I feel like a big shot now, you know. I, I knew mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke, and then the movie was over, and I swear it was only like three months later, and all of a sudden one day the door opens up and it's him, and I thought he was just saying hello. He was he was doing robot chicken in the uh, ADR <laughs> studio next door. Listen, I'm and here was, for
2: serious business, and,
8: he, and I, I, I see him. And I'm like, oh hey, how's it going? You know, and he's like, uh, okay. Uh, do you know where uh, Robot Chicken is? I'm like, I'm like, you, see, you don't remember yeah, me? And you know, no. I didn't say that. Of well, course, you but... got to be
2: a professional here. You got to take a little. You're gonna roll with the punches, of Ryan, course.
8: But you know, but, uh, you know my, my little moment there. I, <laughs> no, I you I, I had a celebrity friend. In your lowest
2: celebrity moment was asking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to do a station ID mm, for this show, and yeah. you know, as much as Kareem yeah. Abdul-Jabbar has been killing it lately politically, and I agree with everything he says, and but I just know he's you know a famous jerk. He's, like he's yeah. he's not a nice guy.
8: Yeah, he's to probably right to. Yeah. He's <laughs> probably right to treat me the way he did. Right. <laughs> you I was you interrupted
2: out. his fucking lunch. <laughs> <Right>.
7: <laughs> hey Joe, uh question. So there was garden variety and then that slowed down. How before Jason calls in, how much time was there before <laughs> You hooked up with Jason How much time was Between two bands What was the next band
11: It was only about A month or so Before you were in yeah, Blue was, Tip
0: Yeah yeah Blue Tip Yeah. Well,
11: well quick question When did Garden Riding Like officially break up Right so, that's what we're talking
0: Good question So I was just talking To Roman about this For the first time In 20 some odd years The right. other night But because um, he even Was unclear about The whole situation Even though he sort of Was the you know the
11: catalyst or, yeah he was yeah. the
0: catalyst he was really the the one but so roman just came to my apartment i lived literally across the street in valley stream i moved on Ormondy boulevard so i could be with the guys sure. so i rented an apartment from this little old italian couple mm-hmm. and uh so i've been living there for a bunch of years i just hear a knock on my door it's roman and we had just finished a tour with into another it did not go well because the guys in my band were just not having it they just were not into the tour Right, and I can understand it. It just wasn't. They were really great, great guys. The guys in there and were great guys, and Rick, Rick, Ricky, Richie's a great guy. Yeah, but it's just not going to work out. So we, it wasn't our crowd. Um, and even though night, some nights were good, some nights were bad. Um And Roman felt like that's it. We're at the end of our road. We can't do anything more musically. We're being pigeonholed as this kind of band, and we're not like that. And it's yeah. stupid. And I just I've had it. But. For the most part, it was because he really wanted to try a uh, completely other style of music. You know, very English Gang of Four, 1981. Well, how right? far
11: how far from that conversation did Radio 4 come around?
0: Well, I think he had already sort of planned it out. And he, he started, I believe he started with a new group called Rockets Red Glare, from what I had heard, mm-hmm. um, with possibly with Suzanne, his wife. Uh, but I, I don't really know the particulars. I'll let him say it at some right. point. But But there was the inner workings of a new band. And uh, and I just said, okay, man, be happy. You know, do whatever you got to do. Now, I the minute he left my apartment, uh, and we we went for a drive as well and talked about it. But the minute he left, I was I almost had a mental breakdown mm. because here I am living in Valley Stream. Uh, I had no idea what to do with myself. Dedicated I might, your life to it. Yeah. I dedicated all my time to it. I of course I always had a career as an artist, but I was freaking out because I was like, wait a minute, I want to make music. This yeah. is I'm in the prime of my my 20s sure. this is ridiculous wait, wait, what What year was this this is 1996 uh, really you guys yeah. split
11: that early yeah. i thought maybe until we 99 2000
0: no and roman by 99 he had already had oh, radio right. 4 was that's already right, yeah. a full full-blown thing with, with the, uh, uh
2: gregory collins playing drugs that's right really nice yeah. Yeah. i used to do their merch yeah <laughs> i him on my facebook did you really <laughs> <laughs> we got into a fight oh no he's fine he's a good guy he was screaming about having kids and I had an opposite opinion and I don't know things bloops. These things happen.
0: Yeah. yeah. So long story short, I I um I I I did freak out, but I had a, a luck, I had a stroke of luck. And so a friend of mine called me and said, "Hey, do you know that other uh, band from Discord? Uh this band Blue Tip. They're looking for a drummer." I was like, "Discord." Now, the only reason I knew the Blue Blue Tip is because when we were in Denver, Colorado, with, um, we were staying on, on, on this guy, Carrie's uh, couch. Roman and Rizzo had gone to see Blue Tip in Denver play. They went and saw them before I yeah. even saw them. And they came back and said, they're awesome. You know, lead singer's really good looking and they're amazing. And the you know, lead singer's crazy, jumping everywhere right. on amps. It was great. And I, I was like, wow, that's interesting. So I actually I bought 101 uh, when I got back to Valley Stream. <coughs> and all of a sudden, uh, I found myself calling Discord and I said, hi, this is Joe Gorelick from garden variety like they're gonna know the hell right. of yeah <laughs> um <so> i uh,
2: <laughs> my grandmother knew don rickles maybe you've heard of me paul simon ring a bell yeah
0: <laughs> um so they they gave me the number for jason and i called him and we we hit it off and i i went down by train uh with all my drum gear and, of course, in true, Jason, tracks. true Jason fashion, he shows up with a little motorcycle. What? And I've got, like, my pedals, my stick bag, a big cymbal case that weighs, like, 180 pounds, yeah. and all my crap with me, and a change of clothes because I was going to sleep on the couch and all this stuff. And he's like, hey, come on, hop on, hop on. I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to fall off. And it was that's raining. That's right, He's, he's, he's right. the, he's the that's Fonz Jason. of hardcore. That's the Jason. That's not too easy. He's good at everything he
7: does. He's good looking.
0: Yeah, he's
2: amazing. Do you, do you kind of feel like you're almost like a uh, utility man of of indie rock? That like you're like if there's a studio guy, like you're not a studio guy, but you're
0: just a, you're like a go to drummer. Like, the, hey, who no. should we
2: get for this? Let's you're, call Joe. No, you're like, the Josh Fries of New Jersey. No, I'm not. <laughs>
0: right. Not at all. I'm, not, I'm actually the opposite. John Worcester is a guy like that. I, right. I don't have any of the connections. I don't know the right people. Yeah, if, I, mean, I could be. If, uh, I mean, but I'm I, not. I've
2: seen uh, Bob Mould play with Worcester and and uh, Jason. Jason Narduzzi. Right. Man, that was a that was a hell of a hell of a lineup. Fantastic. They played all who's could do songs It's great. Yeah. Yeah, right. I've seen that I don't know. I see you, I don't know, maybe I have the wrong view of you. I see you as kind of a utility guy. Like I plug in Joe anywhere. Like I could play drums for anybody.
0: I'd love to, but people don't ask me. That's Everyone cute. call Joe. We'll give out
2: his
11: number <laughs> I've the always amp. died to play with you, man. We never got a chance to play together. Right.
7: Joe do you remember did you have a stint with Seam?
0: So yeah, so Seam, uh I actually have a Black Train Jack story to tell you. That's really cool. Oh, they're, yeah, they're,
11: they're, they're from Queens, too. Yeah, that is a really weird. I just weird... saw Rob uh, at St. Vitus, actually. Right. This really, show is yeah. for
2: anyone who's grown up in the early 90s. Because, yeah, uh, I mean, in this yeah. area. I, Joe also uh, played flute for Pond, <laughs> a band on Sub Pop forgotten about. What a weird band. They were a weird band. <laughs> yeah, I always liked that. They, they put cool. out an EP, I think, maybe, a, like a black and white tape.
0: Remember the guy it's had a crown. crown or something that he used to wear? You were the, I dug out. that band. Yeah,
7: Pond were great. They put out this album. I not have to go on a tangent. Yeah, Their no. record, Rock, uh, rock Pool. Rock, rock Pool. Rock Collection. Rock Collection, yeah. Is the greatest. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, but, it is good. They're, yeah, what were are you, the, what, Tell the, us about Seam. So How do you get into
0: Seam? So so right. I, wasn't, I wasn't in Seam technically, but I did rehearse with them a couple of times. So I I wrote Sue Young a letter during the ending of Garden Variety. I mean, when Garden Variety was starting to fade, I had gotten really nervous. And so mm-hmm. I started... Thinking, even back then, I was thinking about what to do. So I wrote him a letter, and he wrote me back, and he said he was coming to New York to visit uh, his bass player, who was his girlfriend's parents, and, uh, hey, why don't you play with us and try it out? So I rented a studio that I always rent. Do you remember the studio in Rockville Center that used to be above, like, an ice cream shop? Was
11: it, like, an hourly thing or, like, a monthly thing?
0: Like an hourly thing. It, some, that i don't
11: we used to I, we practice it in, backstage in bayside no, and lyric remember oh, lyric, that lyric was new eyed park yeah yeah, yeah uh,
2: like on to, denton you know. avenue that little uh yeah. you know but no i don't remember the one in rockville center
0: well no. it was the only place that had a, like a discernible drum set that could you know work and uh and lyric too but and i couldn't i tried to book both well i booked that one the guy was such a stoner he never showed up so mm-hmm. here i am with sue young lexi his his bass player girlfriend and then me and my sticks and i'm I have all the songs in my head. And now he's just not showing up. So then I had to drive to, I drove him to the city, went to Avenue A and and rehearsed there. And it went pretty well. I did a bunch of songs off Colonel and and stuff like that.
7: This was was you, So Park, and Lexi at the time? And
0: Lexi. It was like the the trio. Okay. And
7: for those who don't know, Lexi was the uh, bassist on the first record, or the guitar, the bassist.
0: The bassist on the, I think she was the EP as well. Yeah. Like the Colonel EP and uh, the first album with Mac. With
7: Mac on drums. Okay. Okay. So So did you replace Mac?
0: Uh, well, I, I didn't really replace really anybody because it just didn't I, – I, I never found out exactly what happened until much later, which was I think that he and Lexi were having uh, issues. Uh, I don't, they're not together anymore. And so be- between the time that I played with them and I said, hey, give me a call. I'm around, blah, blah, blah. It just – nothing transpired. And it was a good session. I actually have it on tape. It sounded really, really good. But okay. I'd like to hear uh, that.
2: Yeah, he's he's in Korea him. now, I believe. Is he? he yeah. I know he's an architect.
0: He's an yeah. amazing architect. Mm.
2: How did how did you tape it at the studio? Oh, uh,
0: you know, one of those stupid tape machines, right? You know, hey, can uh, yeah, you, know, man. Can you bring, set that up, please? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know,
2: bring that in, man. I want to hear that.
0: That's yeah, just me playing seam <laughs> songs. That's pretty much all it is. Fucking air. But it. I love <laughs> seams. Oh, and then
11: now. you became the rainstick player in Pulvo, right? <laughs> right. <laughs>
7: Someone on the chat's asking uh, the the seam song. Are you driving me crazy? Is that about the Lexi breakup? We don't know, but we you don't, don't know
0: actually you know? that. Could be very well. All right, I, think I was I watching you play drums, dude. I, I
2: really dig your drums. Great drummer, style. great drummer. I got to admit that uh, you use your whole like upper body. I don't know how you you know. I I used to get I, you know. I'm a drummer by trade, and and uh, I used to get so tired using all my muscles like that. I don't know how you do it.
0: Well, I sing a lot too, which is a, yeah, which is hard. But uh, that, hard, that's that's what keeps me from smoking. I
2: think Caller, you on the air. Do you have a question for Joe?
0: Oops. Oh, uh, I was
5: told to call. J- oh, is jason. this
7: is this jason <laughs> yes
5: jason. I, have no question for Joe. I, jason I know all of joe's answers you know i know i can i can attest to his muscles in his throat
2: That's <laughs> <it>. oh, <laughs> wow jason farrell right a shot out of a cannon uh jason thanks so much for calling in man uh what's going on are you naked
5: am i naked i uh no i got cold
2: um, <laughs> it wasn't part of our agreement jason, jason you a long island guy too what's your story
5: no, I was uh, born uh, in Washington D.C. and grew up outside of there in Bethesda, and then moved up to New York, uh, right. uh 1999, and then stayed there until two thousand four, and then moved out here to Los Angeles.
2: Ben's Chili Bowl has it gone downhill, or is it still <laughs> the same?
5: <laughs> God, I hope not. I don't know. I' uh, <laughs> can get me stuff.
2: Well, thanks for calling in, Jason. We're on. We're uh, talking to Jason, and what you know, Joe. Do me a favor here. What bands is Jason in? I mean, he's been in... You've been in everybody.
0: Bells of, which has a record coming out. Right, Jason? I'm sure you're going to talk about that. Um, Sure. Swizz.
7: I just posted a picture of Swizz for people to see on the chat. Original DC
0: Hardcore. Original. Blue Tip. Redisonic. Jason, Uh, do you ever
2: have a day where, like, you don't play music and you just, like, watch TV? (laughs)
5: Um, Unfortunately, yes. Um, Yeah. I've I've had quite a few... uh, Quite a few days in the last few years that I haven't played as much music. But then again, you know, we've been incredibly productive in that time in a way that we haven't been in a while. So, uh, so it's it's well focused energy lately, which is good.
0: <laughs> I have to give you my evil plan. Then it worked out because i told brian about this so my evil plan about a year ago is jason was looking for for serious work you know because he's an incredible designer as we all know you, you mean grown-up work not but grown not, up music, work. not music work oh yeah. i
2: have so many questions about your guys straight jobs but go ahead yeah, yeah.
0: well I, this, this this parlays into that but so I, I became the global creative director of a big pr firm in the in the city shout out to togo run really nice people and um and they they were kind enough to let me hire jason as my associate creative director, so my whole evil plan was that every time I have to fly to L.A., which is a lot, you know, after our work is done, after all the homework is finished, you know, he and I go out and play a lot of music, and it's technically it's actually worked out pretty well. That's it's great. it's actually happening, dude. I'm How all does that
2: happen? Like uh, you go to the recorder, uh, rehearsal studio or something, and just jam yeah. out.
0: We the last time we went to um, uh, Elliot Smith's um, old studio that he owned. Um, which is called New Monkey. Is uh, that in Oregon? Uh, no, in L.A., oh. in L.A., and we, we recorded uh, a track that now is going to come out as a 7-inch um, that Jay Robbins just uh, finished producing. Can we get
2: that somewhere? Or?
0: That, you're going to play it tonight.
2: All
7: <laughs> right. I have a,
8: we have a
0: world
7: <laughs> premiere <laughs> we tonight. We do, but Absolutely. not yet. Jason. Not yet. Jason's on the phone. Hi, Jason.
5: <laughs> uh, so the other thing about playing the show is one of the ways that we made it work is uh, uh, I've been just writing tons and tons of songs, either through procrastinating from something else or, or, or just for some reason, like, you're like, oh shit, this is on, let's, let's, let's record this, you know, so I'll just like record it into my iPhone, suddenly I've got like, you know, 20 wrists, and I just email them to Joe, and he, he listens to them, and then we just jump in the studio, like it's like a rehearsal studio, I just say, okay, here's how it goes, you got it, you got it, we got it, this is good, this good, this good? This good? This good, press record. Okay, moving on. Next one. You got it? You got it? It good? Got it? Okay, moving on. And so we ended up having, like, you know, in one night, you know, we would arrange three songs, put them aside, you know, go back to work. Next night, arrange three more songs. And so we managed to write more than enough for, you know, for a Red Hair album, Blue Tip record. Um, Redisonic songs, like literally we're, we're sitting,
6: <laughs> like it's all three incredible. bands that
5: we're it's semi-actively then, doing right. are, are pretty much trying to go record full albums of just stuff, which is awesome.
6: Right. Like,
7: Jay, uh, Jason, um, how do you know in the writing process, how did you filter, how did you know what is, okay, this is a Redisonic song, this is a Red Hair song, or this is a Blue uh, Tip song?
5: Well, two, a couple things. One, mostly whether or not it needs another guitar, so, like, uh, you know, there are three... Retasonic is pretty, you know... Boots is the most complex of any of that stuff, you know? Like, it's the trickiest shit, you know? It's just sort of the, the, you know, mathy mid-90s was the whole inspiration of it. So anything that's a little more complex kind of usually kind of starts leaning that way, okay. or anything that might need another guitar. Um, and what's weird is that, like, You'd think that, you know, you'd say, oh, the hardcore songs go here and the other ones go there. But it's like, um, you know, with Sean, it, his voice, if it's a song that I can't get away with singing. And and I think that, and I mean that like a song that needs more gravitas, more okay. more oomph to it. You know, like I'm I'm way more melody and a little more sort of, you know. And, and Sean is just 100% just wide power. I didn't get, know? I didn't get and that. So, you were so,
7: a little bit more what? You were a little bit more
5: what? power okay like he's just like wide it's just it's just on it's like there's uh His is more you know his, his voice is, is just uh it's just it's like just resonating it's, I mean, it's not even like it, it literally it's funny because we did we did a record we the last red hair record we did i think at some point we were trying to inject a little bit of melody somewhere okay and we're like okay well let's, let's uh let's you know let's Maybe maybe this should be a note. You like we're like oh maybe we'll try auto tuning Sean Brown just to see you right, know right, <laughs> like, right, just to read, let's oh, just see no. if we could do a little note there you <laughs> yeah. know because he's just it's not really about notes it's about power and it's about like whatever but so we we literally like that we're sitting there with Jay Robbins he's like we're trying to load his voice into the computer like, like trying to load it into the the processor that that reads a spectrograph of your voice right
6: oh man
5: and it, it's like literally like this is like you know some high end Tuning thing or something, and literally, it's like he was off the grid. Like he was just completely. The computer was just like,
6: no, no, no. You know,
5: <laughs> does not, does not compute. Like we're looking at like, like I'm singing, like I sang something, and it's like, oh look, I'm clearly somewhere around. Danger, J. Robbins. Danger, danger.
3: <laughs> no, no, no.
5: <laughs> no, it but literally, no, I no, picture- no. It, it, like look that. It, it just, it was just like, it was like, it was like a ghost. You know, like you literally could not a note to it, but it sounded perfect, you know, that's so we're like, so and, and cool, we're like you man. know what, we're, we shouldn't be doing this. So this, clearly his voice is not designed for, for, for trying to, yeah. to alter it, or a melody, but, but then again, I mean, the stuff we just recorded with uh, this, this we just did a Longfish cover uh, for the 7-inch that's coming out, um, so I love that band, Sean loves that band, everybody loves that band, and it's like, he, he literally, st- I've never heard him sing like sing and it's like oh my god it's crazy so anyway one of the things that, and it sounds great so one of the things that you know the way that we separate out these songs is you know what what kind of voice would be better suited to sing it um does it need another guitar and then which band need what kind of song it's kind know? of funny and, that uh, like
2: i mean if you're the guy writing those songs it's is it is, is is the uh you know is 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 putting the uh, assigning the song to a band just like uh, kind of a what's in a name thing or is it a you know is it all just like hey this is a, stuff that i created and uh, you know it's... or do you uh, well, really think about well, yeah. like okay this has to go well, with that, this band? Oh we it's,
0: definitely think like, about bucket.
5: it. Absolutely. You know? We we it's, we, we take like, like They're temporary buckets and and i wouldn't say that you know sure i write the riffs but like but you know i mean riffs are nothing until joe puts a drum set to it you right. know and yeah, like yeah. so we work hard on you know like on even though we were fast, we worked very hard and very thoughtfully about like how the song should go. And, and then, you know, I might, you know, some songs clearly from the start, like, oh, that's so much a red hair song. It's just, you know, and, no. and it just goes that way. Other songs to, uh... There's a song right now called Permeation that we're working on that has been batted back and forth between Blue Tip and Red Hair a million times. Like, I don't even know who, I, I still don't know where that song will end up just because it could totally go either way. And it really just comes down to which song, which band needs a song, you know, or which band needs that song, you
2: know? I don't mean to, uh, you know, insert myself into the conversation, but, uh, you know, I'm in a band. So if I bring a song into the studio and uh, I go, ah, the studio, whatever. And then I go, oh, uh, you know, this is sounds one way to me. And then all of a sudden I have this great drummer, uh, this guy Dan Dara, who's like, you know, just so musical and just plays the song. All of a sudden the song completely changes into something completely different. And it's usually, you know, a hundred million times better than what you brought in. yeah, And it's fucking exciting. Thats what I'm saying
5: <laughs> yeah, no i I know exactly what you're talking about, and it's like it that that happens you know like you 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 know I might have these you know I might have these you know th- well, what I think are great ideas about, like, you know, like, <laughs> this is going to be a hardcore blah, blah, blah. And then right. Dave, you know, and Dave is just like, ah, no, we're going Bauhaus. I'm like, Flip, what? Right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it took song. You're talking and, about like, Dave and and like, oh, you were right, you know? Do you feel like you're spoiled? No one <laughs> went to stick to your drums. Do you feel like you're
2: spoiled having Joe, uh, you know, at your uh, disposal, that he could just <laughs> yeah. come in and just play this, this amazing drum track to anything you've come spoiled up with? Spoiled brat.
5: I've I've said this before, and I, I this is not hyperbole. This is not like blowing smoke anywhere. I literally don't know of a better drummer, and I've, right. I know I've never played with a better drummer. But I would argue that I don't know that there is a better drummer right. in terms of like James Lowe. of like just just like a bill. No, I'm not I'm like I'm not even and kid- like whatever you could say like whatever you know. You only play like G C style music or whatever, but like I really it's. In terms of like being able to play all different kinds, but also being able to know that like maybe I don't need a Neil Peer drum roll here, and but I could do it. But I know not to do that, you know, just like taste and just I can't even. Do you ever? Uh, do you I, ever I, would, to... I will not stop playing. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever
2: have to tell Joe to not hit the bell in a song? Uh,
5: I have. I have. Um, <laughs> you did fuck me on an octave on. <laughs> I, 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 I I've suddenly forgotten. I've I have forgotten to load his octave every yes. once in a while. So. So, ah. <laughs>
6: oh.
5: Intentionally forgotten to uh, to load the uh, whatever. That is the difference. Oh, <laughs> hey man, I don't know what happened.
0: I guess I've just getting in the van, you know. There was a distinct difference. Like, that's what I did learn playing with Jason. I mean, Jason's a genius musician, but like He's all right. with Garden Variety, uh, the two guys in Garden Variety didn't give a rat's ass what I did. Like if I wanted to hit an ice bell, I hit an ice bell and it was on the record. And and to be honest with you, you know, uh it worked out. Uh people like it. And I right. got and people say, Hey, I like when you did that weird thing. What is that? And I'm like, I'm hitting the side of the hi-hat stand, and that's what I'm doing on that So. Sure. But uh, with Jason, um, he's a little bit more, you know, uh, he's got, it's not that he has more of a vision than those guys. It's just that he's, he definitely knows what he doesn't want to do from a drum perspective. And, you know, so we've cut out some, some fills here and there. They're like, but you know what? The thing is about, I love Jason so much that I don't even, it's amazing. I like I like him, I like him so much as a person, but also as a musician that I don't it doesn't even bother me. Yeah, and it automatic. normally
7: would. Right. And you play with three different basses in your three bands right now, and that's a different dynamic for the rhythm section, Absolutely. too. Oh, so yeah. that's and Jason's different with each guy. That's, right. Right, that's right, 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 really right, 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 right. That's what's really
0: interesting is right, Jason right. changes completely right. when we have v- various people in the room, and it's great. It's cool. I do, too.
7: Right. J- Jason, would you consider Red Hair uh, a continuation of Swizz? Um, well, I, I know
5: that that was the intention <laughs> in, in my brain. That's, but, uh, that's how I But perceive. I don't know that... I don't know that it ended up necessarily there. Like I think it's, I, I, I it sounds like it to me for sure, and, wh- and, and I know that the.
7: So why not call the band Swiss? See, it doesn't to me at all.
5: Okay. It doesn't. To well, me. no, but the, the reason the reason I wouldn't call it Swiss is because we, you know, we 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 Swiss broke up, you know, and that was twenty five, seven, some years ago, and like. We did another band after that, Sweet Belly Town, which is you're like, no, we're not going to call it Sweet. We're going to call it this stupider name. It's like, okay, <laughs> let's do that. And then we called it that. And but that to me was the same band. It was the same band, literally. Yeah. But Red so Hair is nice. a little bit different because it's like, it's it's not. Uh, it's it's definitely like that was the starting point for me. Like like I really really got excited about playing um, fast chuggy guitar, you know, again, and and like even. You know, right, the blue tip went through this whole phase of like we need thicker strings. We're going to do it in you know a half step down. We're going to tune. You know, we just did all these things that people were doing in the '90s. Right. You know, drop down, We're going to do the. You know, and and it's really hard to play um, fast metal riffs, which is basically what Swiss kind of stuff was you know, with, with the wrong setup, you know? And then so like one day I'm like, why can't I play bus anymore? I must be getting old.
10: Right. And I'm like,
5: Oh, wait a minute. I'm playing like a legend <laughs> and I'm playing, and I'm yeah. playing it the wrong. So like I went back to nines on my guitar and, and like put it in regular tuning and all of a sudden it's like, Oh, there's the trampoline. You know, and you real, you remember like, like what it feels like to play when things are, right you know for that kind of music and and then all of a sudden those songs start coming back and, and i started writing tons of songs I'm like god this is fun you know and then that's really that was the starting point for red hair you know it's just like like writing all these songs that were done with the exact same equipment in the same way that's you know Swiz used to write or whatever and then but you know the what i like even the reason i don't think it's a continuation continuation of swizz is because there's a lot of other stuff going on like you know we're bringing in 20 other years of, of our, of all of our collective. It's a different you know, drummer. It's a,
0: of music. it's a different drummer, and just by virtue of a different drummer or a different bass—not no, that it's a different bass—changes It bass changes player, but everything. You it just—it just changes. So you know, if you insert someone else other than the person that was there the whole time, it's going to change it by virtue yep. of that. But
2: I, I've been in bands with the same guys, diff, like five different bands with the same lineup of guys on different instruments, and sometimes the same instruments, and they're different bands. It, they're, they're totally different bands, you know. So I can—I uh-huh. understand exactly what you're saying. What I,
0: what I think is interesting about what we're doing is that, to me. <clears throat> what what makes this all interesting is that we're it's a study in how to keep playing music through your mid forties to late forties, right? You yeah. know, and then and, 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 and Can I Sean's take a even older than us. That it's the only way to do it. I don't I don't know how we could do this band without a me working with Jason. B us just being so dead set on not giving it up because we could easily right. just say oh you know what you got kids you know i got my wife you got your hey, me, man kids, i gotta fight
2: every week i go to rehearsal yeah,
0: yeah, you gotta do it you just <laughs> you gotta, just do, gotta it. do it <laughs> it's like if you're not in it you're out of it and like joey ramon said and so you just have to go is it do weird
2: it. joe like you, you know i mean i'm sure you know you both of you guys know a hundred friends who just go ah well i, I I'm, I'm done that's me yeah, right Ro- now, dude.
0: Yeah, Roman said it to me. I don't. I week. never. Like, listen, I was like, "Why are you done? You're great." I yeah.
2: understand it back. Like, you know, if you asked me ten years ago, I wouldn't have understood it at all. And but I still don't understand just like giving it all, giving it up completely.
0: You know, you can give it up completely, but why would you? You know, right. in other words, if you saw, if, listen, if you get to be. To a point, if you're doing the kind of band, first of all, where you're like Pretty Boy, right, right. so if you're like the, one of those emo bands from early 2000s, mm-hmm. I, I don't know that that's going to age too well. But if right. you did real music the way Bob Mould does it, right? Or, yeah, yeah. Or if you do real music the way whomever, just any Peter Searcy, it, right. doesn't, it doesn't matter I who mean, it is. Right. You're gonna you can keep doing it.
11: Speaking from personal experience, like I, I kind of got like caught up with everything else, and. Also, I had my fair share of it, you know, so if you have a good run, you know, I think for 10 years I had a lot of fun doing it, made a lot of friends, traveled all over, and I was like, oh, cool, that's a part of my life, I did that, and, you know, move on to the next thing.
0: You just brought up a good point. I was talking to Roman about this. See, we never had, none of the bands I've ever been in have had their... uh, you know, you, you ever hear someone say, "Well, they had their moment, right?" Right. Like Super Chunk had their moment. Yeah. You know, nineteen ninety. I'm with that you. Mo- we
11: never you had a moment. To- yes. Right. Yeah. So
0: my my whole theory on just
2: this, just is on. if You don't have your moment chasing, chasing you just that keep moment, chasing, yeah. it. right. chasing it. And it's kind of fun, actually. Like, pathetically. I I actually, you know, I'm 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 not envious of bands who have had their moment. Me neither. And fallen off. If we still have something to chase, it will probably never get there. But it's going right. to be a fun ton of fun to chase it. Every time I go to I'm like ah shit go a rehearsal it seems like a pain in the ass looking forward to it. and then i go there and i'm playing music with my friends i go this is the best freaking thing that's, that's how ever i feel about showing all. up at this
11: radio
6: show <laughs> <laughs> there's a fine line like
0: you don't want to like jason and i have found ourselves in situations where we look at each other and go oh god what are we doing like if you're on tour yeah. sleeping at some 24 year old's room who's a that's nice kid right. you don't want to wake up at 40 Five and
11: go. What the honestly? Fuck, right. am I doing with my you, you, life? You guys, you brought but up a the, good point. You got to be careful. Talking you know? about moments, you know, like we had a fun run and got signed to Europe and all that in Australia. But you know, what? we never, we never like broke. And so you were in Europe. Yeah, we toured Europe with Hugo. Oh, I thought you were in the band Europe. Oh no, <laughs> that'd be a dream
2: come true. <laughs> How much money you think Europe <laughs> is here? making off those ten thousand million final countdown I'd, commercials that are in every uh, <laughs> put, Mets game? Yeah,
11: putting yeah. their kids through college—that's <laughs> for sure. Good for them. <laughs> so,
2: but my point is is like He sells it by the way. When he goes when he sings it's the final countdown into the camera, that's like take one hundred and he fucking <laughs> nails the shit Breaks out of it. Breaks through the fourth wall. Yeah.
7: yeah. yeah. So hey Jason, yeah. there's a, a a great picture of you doing a, a handplant plant in a pool that was posted to Facebook recently. I'll I'll get this up on the chat so everyone can see it's Jason's an amazing skater He never stopped doing music He never stopped skating Jason, which came first for you As far as a, I guess you call it Subculture Skating Or Punk rock
2: And have you ever landed a trick oh. Have I ever landed a what? No, I've seen him Have he you has, ever landed yes. a trick Because I, I have a theory That no skateboarder Has oh, ever really on. landed a trick
5: I have to show you this picture <laughs> uh, You're talking about modern you're talking about modern street skaters. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I
2: went to um, high school with this dude who was who was supposed to be the best, and he—I never saw him land one.
7: <laughs> well, let me let me post this picture here. There's no way you could pull this off without landing. You have to land it in order to not die.
2: <laughs> yeah, i only got
5: more pads than that one, so I couldn't have bailed. You still skating? The, uh, nope, I posted the wrong picture. Yeah, There's so to me, everything, <laughs> every every everything for me started with skating. Like I think all of our—you know—we grew up in you know was it 78 79 so we're all into kiss and then black sabbath and whatever else and bmx bikes and racing and and i think it you know at some point we started looking for something a little different than you know because of our everybody you know all our, our sisters are you know everybody had bmx bikes at that point so it was kind of like not really much of an identity for a kid so we uh you know, 1982. You know, skateboarding was pretty dead for for a lot of people. But there's tons of skateboards, you know, in in everybody's garage. Like all the older brothers, you know, they're all they're just these beautiful, you know, just <laughs> new old stock skateboards sitting there, and and they're looking for gas money and beer money, and and we're right. looking for like a cheap thing to ride. So you know, easy to pick up a skateboard, and we all started skating right before like, so we went into high school, and then just got hooked and built ramps and and really crappy ramps and, but there were the only ramps around. So people started coming out of the woodwork and all of a sudden, you know, they, they're bringing their music and they're playing this, you know, and they're obnoxious and they're playing like, you know, dead Kennedys and, and like right. circle jerks and black flag. And you're like, Oh my God, I want to do this. And, and and it just, it's all so wrapped up together that, you know, so we started skating, dove into the music thing, listening to it. And then, you know, hardcore at the time was a very accepting, Genre of music in terms of if you want to start a band, it's like yeah, go do it. So we're all starting bands, and 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 it all it all started with skating, just instantly married together the two of them skating and hardcore. And then uh I just never never stopped. You have to be music or the skating.
2: You have to be in pretty good shape to, to pull these tricks off. Now, how old a guy you now?
5: Forty five. And York you could and still Green pull this off? Oh yeah. Oh, you, you should that's see him on stage with That's last. I think that that pictures like. Like, not even a year ago. I don't think. So,
2: uh, but, uh, no drinking, no bad food, you exercise. What are you doing?
5: He's running. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I love all those things. <laughs> I love drinking, bad food, and exercising. You no, know, I've had to, like, the thing that sucks is, is uh, you know, I'm 45, like, I. A whole lot more muscles. <laughs>
6: <Right>. <laughs> I'm, like,
5: so I'm like, what's going on? Like, you know, so, you get, so I got to be a lot more careful about stuff. But you
2: get older, I don't and you do t- as
5: many tricks they used to. But
2: you get older and you turn the wrong way, and it's over for like six months. It's <laughs> yeah,
5: it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. I went skating one day. Like I went to the van. There's like a there's a replica of the upland skate park and fans out here. And it's like this pretty deep bowl. It's probably like 12 or 13 feet deep. And it's a combi bowl. So there's a bunch of different bowls in it. And I got there and I'm like, okay, this is my big, you know, one month outing. I'm totally psyched. I'm coming down to skate with my friends and whatever. And like, I get there, I drop in and, and like, you know, start getting used to the, you know, it takes about whatever, 10 minutes to just, just to get acclimated. So you don't fall down, you know? And like, so I'm just like dropping in, do a couple inverts. And like, you know, an axle saw or whatever. I'm like, okay, this feels great. I'm ready to go. I drop in, do an invert, come down the wall. And all of a sudden it's just like, bang, it's like I got shot in the back of my leg. Like I thought my skateboard flew apart and I got hit with a wheel or something. But somehow I rolled up the other wall and I got up and I hooked down and i like, what happened? Like I had just completely just pulled my calf muscle, just right. doing nothing. Oh, like coming yeah. down a wall, just like not, not even like a, not doing a trick, like finishing a trick. Riding
6: away, and then bing, and yeah. like, what? And I couldn't walk so for
5: like three weeks. I mean, and the, the
0: uh, that happened to me musically, like. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, actually, in in, in all honesty, I, I went to San Diego and tried out for for a uh, rocker from the Crip, right? And right. I, I, learned, oh, I, learned, I wanted like, to ask Wait you a minute, about time that. Time out, really? No, no, <laughs> yeah. I really did, and I learned like twenty six songs. Disaster, right? Eh? No, it, it, it everything was going great until. Uh, you know, my age caught up with me, and like we, we were in a really hot room with no ventilation, and these guys are nuts, and we're going—they're like smoking up the storm and whatever—and we're going through songs. And I think on the fourth time of doing "Human, Human, uh, Human Torch," you know, my foot gave way; my foot went out—it blew oh. out. What, now, what part of your foot? Uh, just like my, the top of your foot, the, the top ankle? of my foot. Now I didn't yeah. know—I didn't know what this was. Okay, I thought uh. I just—I'd blown a, a muscle or something, and and I came to find out. That I had a what's called a Morton's neuroma, where where the the through years of wearing Converse sneakers, which are flat as shit, and yeah, bashing the double those. pedal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, Bulls. I was playing Bulls. drums. Oh, in them. Rock stars yeah, wearing sure, them. Sure, sure. Playing
2: drums in those, and I wear boots because if if Forget the time it. comes and it's over, I Tommy it. Rockstar and uh, uh, Brian Musikoff will be uh, left in the dust while I'm kicking <laughs> zombies <laughs> in the hair with my steel toes.
11: <laughs> Wait, and so your foot gave out well, because I, of this?
0: I. Because the what it, what the Morton's Aroma is is that there's a sheath that that surrounds the nerve, and as that sheath gets worn out from like wearing Converse for like 10 years and playing double bass and yeah. and double kick and whatever. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was listening to your double bass playing. You, you're you you're,
2: you're, you're doing it. <laughs> yeah.
0: and I didn't know, and, and Reese didn't know either, and I was like, dude, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I definitely am blowing this. I'm gonna blow this. Aww. He's like, "Oh man, come on, man, what's wrong?" I'm like, Is it, "You know, do you need to rest?" I'm like, "No, I, I don't think it's rest. I can't. My foot won't move." When, wow. when was this? This was like two. Th- No, no. This was before Mario. Nineteen, yeah. It was nineteen ninety eight or
7: something. Worster was in there
0: too. Yeah, he played a little bit. He did. He played before I had got. But I just was trying out with like fifty other drummers. Okay. But Mm. but just to Jason's point, because Jason's talking about how your body just starts to like give way over time with stuff, you know, repeated functionality. No, dude. Sometimes just like you know, I feel
2: great now. I feel like I do when I, I'm forty now. I feel like I felt when I'm thirty. And then like something will happen to your back or your leg. Or you'll have the get the gout, <laughs> right. and you're like, "What uh-huh. the f- <clears throat> fuck just happened?" Like it it just it just sneaks up on you. And you're like, "This sucks." I'm yeah. out of commission for three days or whatever. Got a stretch, week.
7: right? So we got Jason Farrell on the phone. I just want to ask you really quick before we take a break here. Um, w- what what do you have in the future? Is there? Did I hear rumor of a blue tip new new recording?
5: Yeah, well we had. Uh... <sighs> Oh god, it's fucking—it's crazy to think how fast time goes now. But uh, in 2008, um, Blue Tits had reunited for three shows, and um, and at that time we we're like, oh, let's write some songs, and we wrote just like out probably like six, eight songs, and then played a couple more, you know, a couple more weeks after that, and um, and just came up with almost an album's worth of songs.
7: Okay, and Joe's, on and ever that.
5: since then we've been sitting on these demos and. And I keep adding to it and then and then, then we started working with red hair and just sort of put it on a back burner, but then you know, folks on red hair playing with Dave and then Dave's throwing guitar ideas back and forth for red hair, but then like, no, this is a blue tip song, so we move that over there and then we still practice it out and, and just, short, just, you just by this record. weird sort of bouncing of, okay. of of ideas.
7: And just so our yeah. listeners know, who who who's currently who's in the current version of blue tip?
5: There would be the ninth, the second incarnation of Blue the touring version. After one oh one, um after our first record Discord one oh one, uh Zach Eller had quit, which is our first drummer. That's when we got dough when we went on this really long, grueling nine week well, not seemed like a grueling tour to me. <laughs> it was, it was sixty five shows in sixty three days. So like we had like a bunch of double show days, like literally no days off.
7: Yeah.
5: And um and two double days. And uh by the end of it, you know, Joe was like, oh, <laughs> and he, he, whatever, for whatever reason, like he, we tore that out and we're like so excited to go write and record, but it never worked out in terms of him moving down to D.C. Right. So that's the, that version, 97, 1997, so it's me on guitar and and Joe, Joe on drums, uh, same bassist, Jake Kump on bass, and Dave Stern, original guitarist.
7: Okay, on yeah. On guitar. Dave and Joe. Yeah. All right. And I have a question from a listener, actually. Who wants to know how you got your start with uh, doing graphics for Discord. I'm
2: assuming it's through Amanda at Sandwich. Huh? Yeah, did you uh did you design some Fugazi albums? Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, I did um Discord, I think let me do this first. I think Amanda uh, I had done you know, like like playing in bands. Like I always love graphic design and, and there was no one in Swiss that ever learned how to do graphic design except for, and I knew how to do silk screening. So I was like, okay, I'll do the record covers. And so I did all those. And then other people like American standard was like, Oh, we want you to do a record cover. And I didn't end up doing it, but I did some logos for them. And so what swizz broke up and I was in college, just, just like, you know, dragging my, it was my fourth year of college with at least two years left. Cause I was just like, we were touring all the time or like leaving all the time. I was doing like the minimum credits and uh-huh. like, yeah, you're finished. So I decided to uh, do graphic design. And then, um, and then I think I did a record cover for Amanda's band, Desiderata, like a 7-inch. And then that instantly, like, led to three records for Discord, which was, like, Circus Lupus, Lungfish, and then Fugazi, and On the a Killtaker.
1: Right. Oh,
2: and, uh, man. Best, in that, my opinion, best yeah. Fugazi album. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, no. Also no, album, cover down, I mean, album cover, too. I mean,
5: there's like, no... I was just talking about that the other day. Like, you know, someone was talking about, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, earlier Fugazi. It's like, well... Like, when Fugazi came out, I was just like, eh. because, you know, like, Fugazi
6: yeah. was,
5: <laughs> was finished. I was, no, literally, but, like, but I didn't care about, I, I liked them fine. And we played shows with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was the new It employees. wasn't what we were doing, and I didn't need a band to come save my life. Right. You know, like, I, I Wait, already was like, whatever. You did you know? The, you so did, anyway, the, did the, the I little little cover? That was all over it. Love that record. You did that so, cover? So awesome. What's in,
2: that? In on the Kill killtakers? That's you doing yeah. that cover? You do the cover? Yeah. Right? Well, with no, the, I, uh, with, so with Fugazi, monument?
5: to be to be totally clear, like like doing a cover from Fugazi means working with the band and working with uh, Jem Cullen, who's their sh- who for right. every right. record after that had been their
11: uh, art director or artistic yeah, it, guru.
5: Yeah, yeah. art does director, it, definitely it, creative director. So I took a definitely more of a mechanical standpoint. Um, you know, chiming in as needed, but just making sure. He would have these sort of ideas. Wow. And I would I would know the technical I had the technical skill to make it happen. So you, so, you, you know, work with Jefferson? Do
8: you work you know. with
7: with Nelson? Does he how how involved is Jeff
5: with uh, the Jeff, for those for my records I worked on, no. it was sort of like, you know, Jeff was, you know, not only an amazing influence, like he's an incredible designer. Like mm-hmm. for, for a specific era, like you know, just, even just like, you know, faith subject to change, such a blueprint for like so many records that came after it. Gorgeous, you know, and and obviously you know out of step, and all his, all all the records that he worked on. Uh, I, I heard you're the guy who the threw level of detail. It's amazing.
2: Are you the guy and, who uh, threw whipped cream in Ian's face for uh, Margin Walker?
5: <laughs> and, and was <laughs> that and, and, and was that whipped cream? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was the, so excited to be working on the records. Yeah, dude. All, the but it, every every record after uh, every from so kill taker on. Uh, I worked on the record covers. Wow! Either, I mean, either as a as a mechanical designer or as a designer for uh, you know that like ones.
2: That Kill Taker record cover is just so ridiculously bleak
5: that it's. It, and I fucking it, love it's, that. It's, cover. Yeah. yeah, and well, that Jim, Jim Cohen is. Yeah, he's man, just he's It's star. Tough. He's it's awesome. He he's, he's definitely has a very very clear aesthetic and very very clear about what he wanted and very right. particular. In know? my opinion, a lot, a lot it's, of fights. Uh,
2: that that album is like the benchmark of how you want to open a record the first four songs are just like you know so just good. slam you right and over just... the head with a club i mean it's like you, it's, it's 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 are you kidding me territory go ahead brian right. music.
7: Sorry, you know while we're talking about fugazi covers jason do you know where the f- first fugazi ep's album cover was taken and do you know whose amp that is on stage
5: I was at that show. What, of course, I know. Is that?
7: Did we? Ha- did we hang together at that show? At all? I don't. It was Maxwell's. It was Maxwell's. It was like, and, that
5: was like eighty-seven-ish, uh, right? And yep, like. Uh, and,
7: and whose amp was that?
2: Are you gonna say it's yours, isn't it? <laughs> nope. No,
5: <okay.
7: laughs> it's that. That's Matt Dolan's amp from American Standard, who opened up that
5: show. Oh. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Maybe that's why I'm sexually drawn to that photo. How old are you, Brian? <laughs> like,
7: next <16? laughs> I've been going to shows since I was like 14. There's nothing, nothing better to do. So, guys, we have to take a break.
2: I do want to ask. Wait, before oh, we go. take Sorry. a break. Yeah. Yes, I know it's a break. Crap, not crap. We'll do all of that. I just want to ask Jason a a, a BMX kind of question. Do you watch these like Red Bull guys with these guys dr- uh, ride their bike down a mountain and like what the yeah. fuck? Like how 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 does a person how does a person a day not die? Like they're like oh this is a good thing to do. We're gonna have this mountain and people are gonna ride their bike down it and everything will be fine. The GoPro and and it is fine. No one dies. Like guys
5: get hurt a little. They do. They get they get messed. That's the thing, man. There's like people are getting messed up. You look at like BMX skating. All of it is at this level that is so, like, you know, you can't like, oh, I'm extreme, I'm doing a backside balance. Ooh. No like, thanks. You know, like, whatever, or, like, something on a little punk rap, or, you know, I'm doing a, a face-high backside air. Danny Wade just did a 25-foot backside air the other day. Fuck that. You know,
6: like, no 25 thing. feet in
5: the
2: it's air, you know what crazy. that is? That's like death. You fall off a six-foot ladder, you're yeah. going to be dead. <laughs> you will die. You
5: will die. People do die. People, like, even just, like, just, like, you know, parkour or anything. Everything is, like, at this level of just, like, of just like yeah, grievous bodily harm, you know, right, and right. and and it's exciting, and it's just, you know like the little sort of corner of the market of exciting sports that you know we might have had as kids, like we're gonna jump off a cliff, it's forty feet tall. Do you ever play? a triple backflip of a hundred and forty foot one? Fuck like, what? that! Do
2: you fuck- ever play like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater uh, <laughs> and and be pissed off that your song isn't in the video game? <laughs>
5: I don't think I, I, I had not played a video game since uh, right, well, ColecoVision. And you're uh, no gone, and gone.
7: Hell yeah, ColecoVision. Vision all the way. And you're no sellout. <laughs> You'd never let your song appear in a video oh, game. Oh, we'd right? sell out so. in a second. In a second. <laughs> Slap them with the
2: stickers. They're ready for the race car uniforms, and let's go. So you said, Chris.
5: Gravest- just to put it into perspective, the amount of money I spent to put out our record, <laughs> like the amount of money the band spent yeah. to have our the courtesy of our record coming out. Um, could have easily been offset by, by like, one video placement. Oh, yeah. That's I mean, called I mean, the labor like, of love. It's like, you pay-to-play now. It's, like, ridiculous. Like, you figure so, so, so a... yeah, I think I think our morals or our, 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 our hard stances on things like that maybe aren't as hard as, because, well, because it's, like, something Speaking, doesn't make sense, speaking you of
0: know? your, your pal, uh, I know we have to take a break, but speaking of your pal uh, Ethan Hawke, we were just in on his soundtrack for his movie. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Uh We didn't make it to the final cut of the movie for some bizarre reason, but we're in the credits (laughs) of Red Hair. Right, I saw that
2: uh, on the picture on the Red Hair uh, Facebook website. Interesting. We're
0: willing to do whatever it takes. What's the name of the movie? Uh, 10,000 Saints. I worked on that movie. It's called Ethan Hogg. Ryan, you worked on that? Yeah. Go, go, talk about that, you two. Yeah, after
2: Jason gets off the
7: phone. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah, Jason. Did you cut out our song? <laughs> <laughs> no, I had nothing to do
6: with
2: that. Well, I don't know anything about that. Right. Actually, Garden Variety, uh, the guys in Garden Variety, wrote the theme for the <laughs> <laughs> Marin Mark Marin's podcast. This is yeah, true. Really? See, I was going to start my
11: whole.
0: I was going to start my entire interview saying, "Hey guys, you know this is a perfect segue." Uh, segue you know, yeah, yeah. from <laughs> last week. You, you, you <laughs> fucked <laughs> that up.
11: So yeah, I didn't know that, man. Well, listen, before
5: you guys go to break, any I got to I got to go eat dinner. Okay, Jason, my way.
7: West Coast, Jason.
5: Go ahead. Do uh, you, you have any other questions for me, or are you guys good? <laughs> well, no.
7: I was going to no, say you, you get Thank through. You, you get through with your music to way more people than you think. So
2: even though it is a labor of love, keep touring, keep putting out records. We're always listening. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that our audience is way into Blue Tip, and uh, it's a it's a very specific kind of group of people. So thanks for doing this. Right,
7: man. the chat board's going nuts. We love you, Jay. Jason.
9: Ah, well, thanks, and Joe. I love you, too. Uh, see you at keep practice. Yeah. There. All right. See you at
0: work. All right.
2: Thanks, man. Thank you, Jason. Bye, right. Jason. see it. you guys later. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Later. Bye. All right. Go enjoy your dinner.
7: So there, there's new red hair. There's Jason Farrell. There's, Jason, right. there's yeah, new skip for Jason. Yeah, let's give it Jason. Yeah. All right, Jason. Thanks for the call. There's new red hair, there's new blue tip, and there's new Redisonic?
0: Uh, there definitely will be. Yeah, yeah we're still everything. There's, we've literally, we're sitting, like he said, he started to say, we're sitting on like 40 some odd songs. And there's
2: new garden garden varieties well, about to be reissued. No, I've written like yes. one song in three years <laughs> and then we can't get it together at practice. How do you guys do? Let's just quit. Let's leave it to Joe and Jason. They got they got rock for everybody. I think I have a new band to join. You guys needed like a sousaphone player. Right, something? right, right. I you love did. sousaphone. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's it's handsome.
2: like a trumpet, but I uh, tromba. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, tuba. A tuba, but I can carry it around with me. You know, I bring it to Pocket rehearsals. Tubas.
6: Yeah,
2: <laughs> on the subway, I'm on the G train, en- enveloped in a sousaphone. <laughs> so thank you. Uh. Well, Let's world premiere a fr- a freaking new song. How about that? Yeah, yeah baby. A new Red Hair song. Faced uh face. Jay uh Joe, do you want to say anything about this or so, just want to do it?
0: This is Jay Robbins. Uh, a quote from Jay Robbins. This is one of the best things I think he said something like this is one of the best things he's heard in years. He's like um in love with this particular song.
2: And here we go. Here's a radio note world premiere, a world premiere of the brand new Red Hair song. <laughs> And it's so new that it says, like, mastered in the MP3 Mm -hmm. or WAV file. And here we go. We'll be back after this. Thanks, everybody.
8: This is a Radio Nope world premiere.
3: Neutron.
1: You're listening.
3: Live from the Barrage. The finest radio show in the land. On the finest radio station in the land.
1: Radio No Baby!
2: Target by Fugazi off the album Red Medicine. We've heard uh, some more Fugazi in there. But it's important to understand, excuse me, thank you, that uh, we heard a world a Radio Nope world premiere right here of the Red Hair song, Faced. And that's important.
0: Sounds good. Hey, who recorded that? Uh, that was recorded at uh, New Monkey Studios by a guy named Joel Graves, who's a, a music luminary and, and beautiful guy. And uh, on the same board, that recorded Russia's permanent waves. Oh no way. And, <laughs> and the vocal to every little every little thing she does is magic. The stings vocal. Just the vocal. Just the vocal. Just not the, the drums second vocal.
7: Yep. Police wow. are not police are not crap.
0: I
2: not crap the police. They have a lot of bad moments, but I I not crap the police oh, crap.
0: don't say that around me
2: no i mean a, Stuart hey, copeland uh, is probably uh, my favorite drummer of all time you, you hey, hey john yeah, check yes. this out besides joe Stuart copeland i think is number two <laughs> good save <laughs>
7: yeah hey, check this out uh, our guest joe worked on the police book i did no way i worked way. on
0: a book with lynn goldsmith who was the who at one point was their main photographer she did a lot of shots of them that are famous posters and stuff and
2: what do you do joe what is this uh you're uh you're a global creative director. What does that even
1: mean?
0: It means, <laughs> it means I call the shots on all creative uh, that goes out of this big PR agency that I work for in New York right. City. And so, okay. but I also do a lot of hands-on creative, so I do everything. Yeah, man. Video, I saw your email
2: when you sent me everything. the songs. It came with all sorts of awards at the in the, yeah. in, the, in, the <laughs> in the footer. You know, I was like, ah, oh, man,
0: I'm a show off. <laughs> no, I have to keep that real because I got to get work. But yeah, you,
7: you've directed Bobby, right?
0: I directed Robert De Niro. I did do that. In what? uh, in a, in a Paul Simon thing, I'm not kidding. <laughs> 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 with Chevy Chase, I mean, what, what? Well, m- what? <laughs> my, my current boss, Glow, who's an awesome what? awesome boss, Me of, and probably the best down boss the I ever. Had. Year. Yeah, no, for real. Uh, so Paul Simon <laughs> puts on a uh, a charity event. I guess you guys have probably heard of it called uh, Children's Health Fund. He worked. Right. He, he co fund. Uh, he co created the Children's Health Fund with a guy named Irwin uh, Redlener and and Glow, my boss, who I love very much, worked with them um, many years ago, and she brought that project to me when I worked with her at another PR firm and she said I want you to do all the creative and which includes videos and whatever t-shirts, a whole thing for Paul Simon's concert at t-shirts. Radio City Music Hall Yeah, right. t-shirts which I should have called Tommy it's at okay. the time, okay. actually that would
2: have been good <laughs> Tommy hears t-shirts and he's like a dog his ears go <laughs> I up, I totally know? would have gotten Tommy That's okay. on that all
0: good. and you know I you know, it would have I, know. I, go, I do
2: don't think you should because the last t-shirt <laughs> uh, he gave me, <laughs> anyway. it's, like a night, it's like a nightgown, <laughs> it
0: broke apart it's like a nightgown oh. But uh so I got to I got to work with Robert De Niro which was absolutely out of control. I was literally sitting in a movie theater of all places. Like if you think I was in my head I'm going taxi driver in a movie theater when he's like doing this whole thing yeah, yeah, uh, right. and Cape Fear when he's wow. <laughs> so I'm like sitting next to him literally Gingerly directing him in this thing, and he couldn't have been cooler with me. Okay, I was going to ask
7: if he directed you. You know, I I I know he was cool. Was he like
0: like you?
2: You're good.
0: uh, What do you need me to do? You know that kind of thing. I definitely don't see
2: him being a problem.
0: Like he seems like he was just. Go with the flow and no, like, he hey man, cool. let's do it. And Winton Marsalis was great. And you could, by the way, you're not playing the dings for me. No, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no Name drop uh, Name
11: drop dings? <laughs> yeah. You usually reserve those for me.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, but so we worked. I, unfortunately, Jason wasn't working with me at the time, but this was a yes, thank you. Thank you. Late, late Golden time. Eye.
2: My favorite is when when uh, uh, Rickles is with De Niro in that scene in Casino. Casino, by the way, is on like every night on IFC or mm-hmm. something, because that's a real independent film. And <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rickles is like, they're, they're sitting there at the bar in, in De Niro's house where he tells Rickles to go home and get a shotgun, and he brings it back, and they're hanging out in the house waiting for something to happen. And Rickles is like You know Let's go to lunch What, what are we doing Is enough of this method acting He's like what are, you, what are you What are you thinking about Let's go Let's finish this Let's go home
7: Right Ugh, Can't get that baseball scene Out of my head It's permanently burnt yeah. Into my oh,
2: head Oh man god. You know they, they toned it down Because it was too violent
0: Ugh. That was disgusting People started
2: Thanks. leaving The theater When they popped That dude's oh, eye Out oh, of his god. head god
0: Dude <laughs> That movie has some Some moments It really oh. does My right. favorite
2: is Joe Pesci trying to like Do a half assed Oklahoma, Chicago accent or something, whatever. Some kind of Midwest gangster. Listen to me, you motherfucker. And it's like, it just doesn't work, but it it works. Listen, when you come out of that bank, I'm going to bust your fucking head open again because that's what I do. That's my business.
8: He's from Kansas City, right? Yeah, he's Kansas
2: City, gangster. Dude, there's gangs everywhere.
8: That's what I do. uh, That's my business. De Niro's and uh, Scorsese's mother's in the movie again. That's
2: a straight guy. You can't talk to the guy like that. Was that a knock on the door? It's a knock on the door. It's a quarter to ten. It's Mario. Don't let him in. Hello, Mario.
4: Good evening everybody
2: <laughs> Hey Mario It's a
4: knock on the door It's a quarter after 10 It's Mario is here So hide the hens Because I like to have sex with chickens sometimes Oh my god Guess who's back And got the fresh wrap like dragon style I'm gonna set oh, you all back what a week What a week I'm so fucking pooped John How many mech games that we have to endure?
2: Mario we're, we're uh, It's ruining my marriage <laughs>
6: He's like My
2: wife wants to kill me we're I sitting? said listen She goes I took a shower last night And she goes You going out? I go no I'm just Staying at home I'm gonna watch the game With the kids And then I said Maybe Mario will show up <laughs> And next thing you know This guy shows up With a fucking tub Of Tullamore Dew A tub ah, <laughs> so fine he, whiskey he bought and on sale At Costco or something And, and next thing you know He stole from a dead guy Next thing you know It's 3 o'clock in the morning I fucking can't walk and my wife's ready to divorce me. Thank you.
4: First of all, <laughs> she is a Mets She walked in on us. We've got the lights dimmed, the candles lit. We're holding <laughs> hands as we watch, pray for the Mets to win. And it's like, you know, John, in these last few weeks, he's like, he's been getting incredibly drunk at these games and like coming oh, on. Stop. To
11: me. I drink three beers. I at love the game. you, man. You're my best friend. John and his Sutter homes.
2: <laughs> no, that's not what I said. I, I said by default, you're my best friend because Pat. I'll is take always, it. He's always talking about how Greg is his best friend. So, uh-huh. right, well, now I'll... that I don't really have... You know, I have so many friends, but no one really who, like, is my best Aww. friend. So, I think you're my best friend. By default. I mean, it sucks. I'll take it. <laughs> it sucks. It. I'll take it. It's better than nothing. You've burned every bridge and What are you, 57 And now? I've almost
4: burned this garage, so <laughs> what the
2: hell? You burned every bridge in the industry and, uh, and and with your friends, so I think I'm, by default, your best friend. I mean, Believe me, I'm not happy about it.
4: Well, sorry I'm so late tonight, gentlemen of the barrage. I mean, I, I was... I was part of an my art show tonight. My memory stick is overloading. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've actually exhibited several photographs at the Leroy Neiman Art Center in Harlem. That's wow. right. Then I, had I the went plug. up. I went up to Inwood to visit my sister, and then I'm taking everybody home to get here. And next thing I know, I'm on the George Washington Bridge.
2: Take it easy. New Jersey's great. What did you do? you actually showed your own original art, which is yeah, unusual I a
4: couple of photographs that I took. Some at the Occupy movement. A couple from. Uh, Little Nick Memorial Day Parade and some couple from Times Square. We exhibit i you know, I'm a, always uh, taking pictures. I'm always snapping my, gl- my pictures we, we,
8: on my We exhibit stick. a Leroy Neiman uh, painting here, don't we? <laughs> oh, that's, the, the the Howard Stern, Stern like thing. That's right. The
2: bar. I'm glad that you're uh, doing your own art because so, usually you're all about the students and their art. And that's
4: right. I don't know if I'm going to continue, but it was fun. They, they kind of talked me into it. I had these pictures on- on my memory stick, so I went and enlarged them, and I got to Michael's and bought some
2: frames and my stuck them in there. My memory stick is
4: overloading. But it was good. I'm sorry I'm late, though. I ended up in Jersey. I, <laughs> I was looking for some muz. I couldn't find we're, any, we're and then I came here.
2: All right. Well, you could drive uh, all these guys back to Jersey if you want. They're
4: all uh, the Get great Joe is here. Nice to meet you, sir. In person, uh, Dr. BM, how are you feeling, Brian?
2: I'm, I'm a little hungover <laughs> after last
7: night, but thanks for asking.
4: And uh, Pat's not here, but who's this Pat- guy to my right? Hello, Tom.
1: Hockey Tom. Hello everybody. Hockey Thomas. Hey, uh, Hockey Tom. Punk Big rock round. luminary. Big
6: round. Come it's online. always a full house here. Hockey <laughs> Thomas. Hello everybody. Tom. Hello.
9: Thank <laughs> you, All right, What's next
2: uh, on the agenda, Tommy Rockstar, producer? You're producing the show. I am. Right? Yeah. Well, I I, I think uh, Brian Muscogoff is now associate producer.
11: No, I'm the intern. Well, I just want to give. I'm honky off on th- Fridays. Hockey Tom, <laughs> props. Uh, you, you used to work for On the Volcano, didn't you?
9: Um, yeah. I I interned uh, at UTV with uh, Rich Black for a little while. Which basically means I was uh, in charge of emptying his ashtrays and uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> intern at a fancy. Really what a gross scam, job, man! <laughs> um, but uh, you're making dairy barn runs.
9: <laughs> yeah, well, I lived uh, down a block from the dairy barn where uh, Rich was. The Where'd manager. you grow up, Tom? Uh, Lake Grove, Lake Grove, New York. Where's that? Uh, uh, Suffolk County. Suffolk County, People's Republic of Suffolk County. Right. And the scene
2: <laughs> back when I met Tom was like, uh, you go to Center Reach, Long Island. and go to this place called the roadhouse slip disc or um mm-hmm. slip disc records man yeah a, a yeah. bunch of uh eventually the Kings Club like these gigantic clubs that like no one would ever think of playing and then we play there and like all these kids would just show up it was nuts
9: it was it was crazy yeah, yeah it was good times it was good times yeah. uh, I think that's uh the roadhouse was the first speak uh, sh- right into that microphone oh please. sure uh I think the roadhouse was the first show you guys ever played uh in maybe Suffolk County right uh it was Halloween Maybe 1997?
2: I don't know. We played a lot of shows. I hated everyone who was there, but it was great. There was, there was a lot of people. <laughs> it, was long, it was a long
9: time ago. That's when Cronin was still in uh Feces. In oh, yeah, Pete Cronin ago.
2: dropped off the face of the earth. One oh, of the best guy. guys ever.
9: But uh yeah, that was that was a great show. That's a that was the first night I met Endangered Feces. And what are you
2: doing with your life now, Tom? You're out of the punk rock scene, you're living in uh Brooklyn or Queens or something and No, you're...
9: I was I was living in Far Rockaway for a little while until uh until uh, Hurricane Sandy came along, and then uh, I moved out back out to well, I moved out to. You went back out uh,
2: to the middle of the ocean because that's where <laughs> your house is. <laughs>
9: <laughs> Go but, pick up a couple of things. But I'm back, I'm back out in Suffolk now. <laughs> oh, you now.
2: don't have to mow the lawn anymore. Yeah,
9: yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm just uh, I'm in the social work. You're back field out in Suffolk. Yeah. What are you
2: doing? You're a social worker. Yeah. I, um, Good for you, man. Yeah,
9: it's all right. You know, it's interesting. Happy uh, to have you, buddy. You're thank always you, thank Tommy.
2: You. you know, Tom's always had a great heart, and I love you, buddy.
9: And
7: Tom, for those of us who haven't met yet, they call you hockey. Are you a huge hockey fan?
9: Uh I like I like baseball. Okay I like baseball. I'm not a <laughs> Oh so do guy. I. <laughs> That's awesome. But uh let's go Mets. Yeah. Tom, yeah. Tom
2: did dress up as Gigi Allen and uh I think he actually pooped in his hand and threw it at the audience. Tonight in the, the brush.
9: Yeah. N- it was, no no that was uh, that was chocolate kick frosting. <laughs> 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 well,
11: well next up on uh, Conan's uh, corporate notes here. <laughs> 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 We've got, uh, <laughs> next up on the schedule, we've got Crap Not Crap with Joe uh, Gorlick. Oh, uh,
2: Joe, yeah. Joe, are you game
0: for this? Yeah, let's do it. I open right, I man.
2: Make oh, oh, enemies. It's very simple. All I'm going to do is tell you, believe me, Deep Purple's not your enemy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All I'm going to do is name a band, and uh, you could say they're, whether they're crap or not crap. And if you feel like you have to stop and qualify your answer, that's fine with us. Okay. All right. Pretty so, yeah, much a lightning round, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Joe Gorillick. With crap not crap. Am I gonna listen
0: to a track? Yes. No. no. No, you're just no, gonna hear okay.
2: Frank Zappa, crap not crap.
0: Oh, not crap at all. Really? You're a big Zappa guy? Oh yeah. Yeah, there we I, go. I just saw Dweezel the other a couple weeks ago. Uh, uh, tell us about him.
2: Zappa's uh, widow just died. Yeah, How do you his, feel about yeah. that? Did you know her at all? Grace? I
0: did not know her. I was very sad. It sucks. Sad. Well, it sucks.
2: off to a bad start. Weasel's Dweez-
0: <laughs> mom. Yeah, well, yeah well, it's a very it, sad game. Very, very depending very sad game. on
8: your
7: beliefs, they're together again. Mm, true.
2: <laughs> all right. Here's Joe from uh, Garden Variety and Blue Tip, and we'll go with uh, New York Dolls.
0: Uh, not crap at all. M- Melvins. Not crap at all. Metallica. <laughs> not crap at all. Whoa! Yeah, he doesn't yeah. even Metallica. He no on. hesitation. Yeah, some and have... Justice for All. Master of Puppets. Wait. Honey. What about
8: what uh, Lou Reed?
1: <laughs> I am the uh, table. Ah.
0: That might have fallen into crap zone, right? But but uh, that's a there's, classic. There's one tune on that record that's great though. Um, something son, I forget the name. I don't know. I have really don't. Right, uh, my, son my father's son. My father's son. That's I don't know why. Good. I
2: think I, I can't believe that just came out of my. That's brain. me,
11: man. My uh, father's son. Lou Reed.
0: It was awesome. I met him once. He's really nice.
9: Uh,
2: to I me, saw, the only time I saw Lou Reed, Lou Reed play was uh, at a Sebdo show at Tramps, and uh, Sebdo was playing, and they said. Jake Fogelness came out And introduced Lou Reed And he played with Severo. It was really what? weird That's, That's weird. awesome You had no idea That was going to happen uh, No no idea Oh shit uh, but, the, but the band That uh, opened for them Was a, a band A Japanese band Called Cornelius You remember those mm. guys Cornelius yep, and sounds They were familiar. incredible They handed out a Before the age Of the internet Handed out cameras To the audience To like In beach balls Or something To, to record the show <laughs> Bizarre Alright Crap not crap But Joe Here's Foo Fighters
0: Uh, not crap. These are, these are, how could you say that would be crap? I mean, again... Lots of people think uh, it's crap. There's plenty of Foo Fighters that I think is horrendous crap, but then there's, (laughs) but then there's some songs that are, I mean, Everlong is a great song. Sure, okay. My God. Nobody's, listen, this is
2: a judgment-free zone, my friend. It's the people's Foo Fighters. Operation Ivy.
0: Okay, well... Okay, I'm going to piss off a lot of people. No. It's be funny because I've
2: had this on the list for so long and I haven't had a guest who I could right. actually ask it to, and now I do. All right, in my record
0: collection. Think about and, the rhythm section. And listen, great rhythms. I'm not, listen. Yep. I'm saying this with kid gloves, but it, it's crap as far as I'm concerned because I don't like <laughs> It's them. all
11: about you, man. I just don't think. like it. You know who else had a
2: good rhythm section? Hitler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that Goebbels was quite a snare drummer.
2: <laughs> Deep
0: Purple. Oh, definitely not crap. The
2: Rolling Stones,
0: definitely not crap. Ted Nugent, that's crap. Yeah, well, and don't wango tango me. That is a <laughs> stranglehold, buddy.
2: The, uh, Grand Funk Railroad. Uh,
0: I have a great story about Grand Funk Railroad. But, do it, uh, do it. Lynn Goldsmith, the lady I spoke about, who was a famous photographer, she also worked a lot with them. She gave me the reel from Shea Stadium that I kept in my in no, my apartment in Queens for way. four years. Wow! So the gi- giant reel. Oh, was the only film known she wanted it in safekeeping i actually had that in my apartment can you imagine
11: you did a coffee table uh, yeah for real it was giant joy-
0: anyway um not crap at all because captain you know come on they have a <laughs>
8: he, he kept it on the fire escape right? i'm yeah. your captain that's grand
0: funk? yeah that's yeah. grand fuck man oh, <laughs> man
2: that song fucking kicks ass. yeah all right uh fog hat
0: that is okay that's version into crap you man. hear that woody no, I don't mean anything Come by of it. <laughs> slow, slow ride. You, you you, uh, that's, that's not my style.
2: You, 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 you do a uh, crap slow ride. That's
0: pretty close to crap. For me. <laughs> it's rough. in the turlet.
2: Uh All right, I, I'm embarrassed to even ask this, Creedence.
0: <laughs> oh God, not crap at all. Bob Dylan. Not crap at all, Bob Everly Dylan. Everly Brothers. Not, God, not, absolutely not crap. I mean, you'd, be you'd
2: be surprised where it goes. Some questions oh. are going to get harder. Ready, bad brains.
0: What? <laughs> 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 the Bad Brains are like the the prototype to everything. They're the blue tint timp- blueprint. Let's to, just put it this way. Oh, Steve, to punk Rock.
11: Steve Albini crapped every single band on this uh, list. No, so that's, that's not, that's not true.
0: true. So so Bad Brains not crap? Oh, my, not at all. Steely Dan. Not crap at all. But,
6: these are these are really? amazing dirty work. I, these oh, are real questions. So, real questions.
2: Dirty, dirty work. Aja or oh, Asia? Yeah.
0: Asia actually. Come Thank you for correcting um, me. I have a mouthful of candy. Correcting my 1977... put all this fucking
7: candy in front of me? I'm eating Joe! Of yeah. Yeah.
0: Boz Skaggs. Uh, well, <laughs> dude, he had one tune, right? <laughs> he Lito. He had one tune. Lito! I'm going to go with crap. All right.
6: All, right. all right. I
0: mean, I have to go with some crap, How right? about Cat Stevens? No, he had a couple of beautiful songs. No, yeah. I, I love Cat Stevens. The Replacements.
6: <laughs> there we go they're
0: one of the greatest bands ever
2: thank you you know so many people hate the replacement they're one of my they're probably in the top three my favorite agreed band.
0: Paul Westerberg is up there with Dylan excellent. everything I a- do is, is influenced he's, by the replacement he's an absolute genius excellent songwriter thank and you. a beautiful voice finally crap and a great sense of humor Mario oh, crapping crapped. the replacement how about the dictators Uh not with Dean Rispler in the band. Their crap. Uh, no, oh, Dean makes them good. Oh, yeah. the whole not listening. No, I, 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 I'll be honest with you. Dean makes them good. I'm not even. Kidding. Yeah, Dean, a, Dean Rispler
2: is the best. We've had him on the show. He's a good friend of mine. I love Dean Rispler. I kind of hate Handsome Dick. I think he's a douche. I have somebody that real work with chooch. him that
0: don't like. I don't have any record. I don't. I've never spoken to Handsome Dick. I don't know him. I know we're gonna have him on the show drummer. in a couple weeks. <laughs> well, I don't know the guy at all. But I've heard. I have a really close friend who knows. You know who, who knows all those guys? Really, who, he doesn't like them. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk it, after the I, show, I, John. I, yeah. I did, Handsome Dick and I <laughs> had
2: he uh, a Facebook argument, and uh, I blocked him. And before he could block me, and it kills him. A you, lot, know, you know a lot of how that I knew? It kills him.
0: You know? I, see the thing about. <laughs>
2: are going to be telling your grandkids that story. I don't know if you guys so, know this. But so now
0: he might be on the show in a couple weeks. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and we're going to throw it down. We'll stick to, around we'll next talk. week. Did Yo- you guys know that the drummer of the Dictators worked at Sam Ash Queens on Queens Boulevard for like a gazillion years?
2: No. Oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy it, who's the drummer
0: now? He passed away, unfortunately. Oh, oh, oh. oh I didn't know. Did you know um, that we
11: had Andy Shernoff in here a couple of weeks ago? Yes, mm-hmm.
0: I listened to the episode. It was mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm, yeah, thanks. That was really good. Good guy. He seems to know a lot of people.
11: <laughs> He's drop our own show. Ding. <laughs> He's all right.
2: I don't know if the ding's ready, goddamn. <laughs> crap or not crap, where are we at? Crap not crap with uh, Joe... How do you pronounce it? name? Gorelick.
0: <laughs> Gorelick. You're also talking to a guy who has a lot of records, by
2: it's the way. The, uh, really, your big record guy? album collection, yeah?
0: to my wife's dismay.
2: What's the worst album in your collection Like that you would <laughs> just throw away?
0: That I would throw away?
2: Yeah, is it Diamond Dogs?
0: You know <laughs> Diamond Dogs <laughs> <Diamond Dugs. laughs> The Sun God, no. Machine What's
2: the worst album that you like down. I mean everyone um, who collects records I mean I don't really oh, collect records but You I just have said the
0: association I, I can think. easily say <laughs> One or two Indigo Girls records uh,
2: <laughs> uh, Why'd you buy those? Well because I like the they first come album. with the collection? Oh okay
0: The first record with Michael Stipe is really good
2: Yeah I, I You know I, I'm i a sucker for harmonies yeah. And when I hear it I'm like ah. Oh, have I mean, you heard
0: that first album with Blood and Fire And the print like the dark i forget the name of the song it's a beautiful song wasn't
2: blood and fire I love like the a indigo hit, hit girls. for them yeah, i drive Mario. a
4: subaru and i listen to the indigo girls <laughs> <drivers. laughs>
0: he does I drive
2: so he does drive a subaru
0: my wife hates subarus so we didn't i drive a volkswagen there you Ooh.
2: go well, you're a Nazi. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, Tom sure. Petty and the Heartbreakers.
0: That's, how, these are really easy because right they're baby. freaking amazing. You never know. Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers. Okay. Johnny Thunders, <laughs> I was not a... You know, Johnny Thunders was the coolest looking dude in the world. Right. And I have a lot of f- pals who love Johnny Thunders music. I never got it. I tried real hard. I bought the records. I bought the solo albums. I tried with all of it. I never d- dug it. So I'll, it's not crap by any means. But I'm just gonna have to throw it in. That's not for you. All right. It's by just the not way, for me,
2: on the chat box, Dovey from Australia saying Subaru high five Mario. Yes, <laughs> yes, my brother. Uh, all right,
0: you ready? Kiss. KISS is the reason Jason and I uh, telepathically understand each other. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, KISS is one of the greatest shitty bands ever. I mean, they really are a great band. And they're bad, right? I mean, but they're... But they're great. And they have some... I mean... I was, by the way, I was a Kiss fan. That was probably a number one besides Cheap Trick. It was Kiss, Cheap Trick, and believe it or not, Sean Cassidy, because I was a little kid. Uh-huh. And Sean Cassidy was like the the crap in 77. Oh, wow, oh, yeah, I remember right. I'm so, old.
8: Uh, the Marty me... Boys, right?
2: Yeah. Joe, I'm going to guess your top five Kiss songs, okay? You ready? Deuce. You're not going to get
0: them. Deuce. Deuce. Nope.
2: Not in the top five? No. Keep going. Detroit Rock City.
0: No. That's in, I think that's in Jason. Black last Diamond. She. Black Diamond is in one of. Them. Ooh, Black Diamond. And I got to meet Peter Chris and talk that to him about that. Replacements cover is. Yeah, I love that replacements great. cover. Oh, great. Uh, great, great. Let's
2: see. Uh, hmm. You said she. How about God of God of Thunder?
0: No. Beth. N- Beth. No. Well, I like Horrible. Peter Chris, but no. But that was their biggest hit. No. Was it
11: Beth? Was their biggest hit? That was the yes. No, that what the are you talking That, is, about? that is their
0: biggest hit. They made the over most rock money. and roll night. I had, mm-hmm. I had. Get ready to ding. I had dinner with Billy, Billy from Modern Drummer, and Peter Chris, and he and I spoke. <laughs> we spoke <laughs> for Double a while because Billy put me next to ding, Peter, ding. and that is their biggest hit to date. Mm. What Come about, on, you mean like yeah, yeah, on the charts and it. financially biggest, biggest hit internationally? Shut the fuck up! I will not. My God, nor will Peter. He will keep singing that song.
2: What have we done as
0: a society? Beth is <laughs> Most
2: successful. Kiss wow, song.
0: this is. This you haven't is gotten wild. one of my favorite kiss songs. Yet.
7: Eliza on the chat is uh, is throwing a shout out to "Lick It Up." It's a song I like a lot. <sighs> oh oh God!
2: First up. of all, here's the bass line to "Lick It Up." Uh, a. Who cares? <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like unskinny Skinny right? right? Don't ever don't knock it.
6: Yeah. I'm
2: with you. I'm what, with what you. What about I'm "Love, with, I'm with love
7: you gun. gun"?
0: Is that one? "Love Gun" is one. Ding. Fuck gun.
1: You pull the trigger, my
0: love gun. Listen, I love Queens and I love.
11: Bands from Queens. I don't know. What happened to my kiss clips? <laughs> my kiss drops. I thought I had a whole bunch in oh, here. Wait, wait. <laughs> How about Firehouse? Firehouse. The band? Firehouse. No, not the... Enough's enough. Some
2: terrible bands Great from band. Queens. Uh, Danger, Danger. <laughs> Danger, Danger. Trickster. Another from Jersey.
0: Yeah, I don't
8: like that. Case, no. Casey Schmidt was my piano teacher, actually. <laughs> from
6: Danger, <laughs> Danger.
2: I delivered tacos to Danger, Danger. Isolate that. Thank you. <laughs> they were nice enough, guys. All right, Joe. Yeah. Crap not crap. Prince.
0: Oh, definitely not crap. These the, are easy. The who? Definitely not crap. Pat it's, Benatar? Uh, de- not crap. And great drummer, Myron Grottenbacher. <laughs> Come on, can you he had a red you know, did you remember that guy? No, she's a man. <laughs> oh shit. I
6: fucked
2: up.
11: <laughs> it's right there, dude.
0: I'm sorry that I'm not being, you know. <laughs>
2: All right. I'm not uh, being n- negative enough. The Beatles. No, oh my God. <laughs> you'd,
7: be, you'd be surprised. Hey, you, you missed not th- crap at all. <laughs> you, you missed this. Ryan gave John a fat stack of Beatles vinyls. They're right there. We'll yeah. go through them after the show. We Whoa. will.
2: Yeah. Velvet Underground.
0: Not oh my god! These right. are, these, uh, are blue, these are blueprints to my musical. They're taste. blueprints That's to your blue tips. Lou, Reed, <laughs> yes. Lou Reed solo. I love Lou Reed solo. We're going
2: out the on the yeah. dirty New boulevard. New <laughs> boulevard. We're going down <laughs> the Halloween. Puree. He can never
8: sing. He can never say <laughs> Lou Reed solo without singing that. We're gonna he fly.
2: Yeah yay, yay. Always does that. <laughs> we're, com- we're coming out. that? Of- 1985.
0: Is that a- all oh, right. You know, these are
2: too easy Sonic Youth, it's ridiculous well, These
0: are ridiculous I mean, Sonic Youth is an incredible Alright, let's get
2: into the nitty gritty right. Jethro Tull
0: yeah, Okay, now you know Now <laughs> you're getting into Crap uh, or not crap, just say it I mean, Song for Jeffrey, I still like to this day One of the best I Aqua mean, Lung, I still like this of the Has the to be crap or not crap But the rest of it, I don't like So crap, crap.
4: Everybody craps Jethro Tull Of course <laughs> What about Twisted
0: They're Sister? Oh, I like Twisted Sister Long Island's own First
2: of all, those early Twisted Sister
0: tapes of when they played in the clubs are really good right they rocked and their drummer did you know the story of aj perro did you ever you guys you'll like this story tell it. so i've been going to the bonzo bash last last couple years because i've been friends with various drummers that i will i will cover you know (laughs) and so check this one out i don't know if you guys know this so keith moon got friendly with aj perro of twisted sister because he went as a young man and toured not in twisted sister but some other band from the neighborhood he went to london Met Keith, who was in the bar watching him. He gave the tape to Keith, uh, his tape, his demo tape. Wow. Keith, when he passed away, that tape was in his, literally in the room when Keith Moon died. Oh wow! Pete Townsend, because the family couldn't do it, was the only ones with strong enough ability to go into the room that Keith passed away in. And literally pick up stuff that was on the floor. AJ one killed of the things, Keith. One of the things he picked up was AJ Paro's demo tape. Oh. AJ killed Keith. And guess what? He was he called AJ Paro. And AJ Parrow's mom picked up and says, there's somebody named Pete from The Who or something on the phone. Oh, and, he, yeah. and AJ's like, yeah, whatever. And the then she hung up the bummer. phone. Oh. I was going to ask
2: you, Joe, who and is your favorite wow. drummer that is a, your hero? Because, I mean, you kind of play a little moonish, f- to be honest with you. And it's not just because, you know,
0: my favorite both of you guys is, have a big nose. John's I on definitely you. have a big nose. Hey, <laughs> my th- favorite. It is. But you have a bigger nose, too. Oh, but uh, music well, off you have a beautiful, is, I like music office. Music nose has his own map. It's really interesting. So do I. Uh, my top five drummers will be, uh, and this is in no particular order: James Lowe of Chavez. Oh my yeah. God! First of v, all, let v, me stop you right there.
2: Guy is incredible. He is incredible. A, ge- a genius. If, uh, I mean, uh, the what's the opening uh, Chavez song on that album? Uh, uh, or, or break up your band? Yeah. I mean, he, when Lowe comes in and plays <whistles> that, he, he he's a ma- he's a master of the toms. Have,
0: have you? He seen my interview with Travis? i, actually, I have not I intervi- so brian Musikoff is the, the the reason that i got to finally meet them and talk to them that's so, right uh, props. i'll make this quick props. Uh, he knows everybody so bitch he I, you know i don't know how well, it happened very i'll make this as quick as i can right on him in a bar long story short he told me that they were in hoboken recording at water music recorders right. which this is, is like recently r- About, recently yeah. and it was around the corner from my apartment i'm like what and so and but I, dude i
2: saw a picture of a uh, of a. Uh, them recording i'm like are you kidding me yeah, yeah i couldn't it, believe it's it.
0: happening so I, I i you know i i i texted them clay tarver who i've spoken to a couple of times and he was very cordial He said come on down listen to the tracks and of course you can interview us
7: trying to get him as a guest wow. Wow. i was trying to interview oh. interview them for what
0: uh so i have a drum blog that i've started up called drum read and it's nice. coming along very Tom slowly Talk. Yeah, because I'm walk, I'm working too much, that's why, but I, it, it'll happen. But the video is up. I did the video of Chavez and I interviewed them all and it was I heard the new songs by the way, and they are un fucking believable. Hear that,
2: John Houlihan? Mm-hmm. Well when I saw I went to two Chavez re- reunion shows, one at Lit Lounge, which was, yeah, so I was about a hundred degrees, yeah. and the next one at uh I forget where it was, but uh, a Canadian guy who I know screamed out in the audience, play some new stuff. It was a Bowery. They actually played yeah, Bowery. They played a new song, they go, Okay. And they, they listened to the heckle and played a new song. We're like, are you are you guys freaking kidding? Me?
0: They're the best.
7: We asked James if he wanted to call in tonight. He declined. He he, he's not he into was that.
0: nice to me. I mean, yeah. so I've been oh. so I've been friendly with him now, and I've been drumming with him. So we we've, we've been getting together and actually oh. drumming
2: these two
7: guys have drum off together. They drum in the same room. Dude. Yeah, it's been can unbelievable. Can I
2: can I get in on that? On, <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah you can. I haven't played drums in a while, but I, I, I'm not in an active band. I used to be in like five bands with all different instruments, and I, I need to play drums with somebody. Can I? Can I come one night? And- What's the drum snoodle <laughs> you?
0: Well, I don't, I, bet, I don't think I got a better compliment than him asking me how I do something because I was just like, well, well how do you do that, James? Yeah, right. But he asked me if, and, and then now he's using my double bass pedal because he thinks that I have good taste in double bass. By bass. the
2: way, James Lowe, one of the- so uh, I'm more than happy to know him. brilliant people on the face of the earth, probably. He is- Super, a, super smart dude. Like,
0: Well, I could tell you stories, but I'm not going to go, I'm not going to do <laughs> right. that.
11: Um, you got a few more for Crap that Crap John?
0: Stewart, oh, yeah. Stuart Copeland, Keith Moon, Neil Peart, uh, there's five others. Are you Whatever. big Rush guy? Those are great ones. Oh, I love Rush. Yeah. You, do you? Of course. Neil Peart is a...
2: Even a uh, Time Stand Still video? Uh, you okay with that?
0: A... <laughs> I like her in it. I uh, saw Aim, Rush aiming.
2: in 1994 at Madison Square Garden. Is it the I'm Presto Tour that. or something? No, it was after the Roll the Bones. What's Roll the album Bones. after that?
0: The blue? Is that the blue album cover? I don't there's know. There's an
2: album after Roll the Bones. horrible... <laughs> Harbaugh. I'm a
0: 1981 Rush guy. wow Yeah, I I, I, I,
2: I fell asleep. <laughs> Alex Lifeson looked at his watch He's awesome.
0: two times during the show. <laughs> you
2: got any more on there, John? Oh man, it's so easy now. I mean, Crocus.
0: Yeah, I'm not a fan. Fleet, Fleetwood uh, Mac. No, I love Fleetwood Mac. <laughs>
2: Peter Green era.
0: Both eras. They're, De, uh, that's a genius band.
2: De La Soul. Throw a little oh, rap with it.
0: God. Well, I, I mean, Three Feet High and Rising is one of the greatest oh, records man. ever recorded. I love you. Yeah.
2: We should be friends.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, Magic Number? Come on. You yeah. ever meet them? What does it all no, mean? No, never met them. I met, I met them.
6: Don't hey, ding me. Can I get a ding?
0: <laughs> Are they nice? Yeah. You really met good. De La Soul? Pasta noose? Plugs One, 2
1: three. Uh-huh. Ooh, 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 I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. You know,
0: Prince Paul was on Facebook the other day, and yeah. I, I said something to Handsome him. Handsome boy modeling school, and he actually liked it and wrote something back. Oh,
2: cool! Oh, nice. good Prince Paul is awesome. Yeah. Prince Paul's the best. Who's Gadoo? do? Oh, come on! Gang of Four,
0: one of the best. Gang of Four is one of the best. The Clash. Of, these are easy. Clash. None of these go out. The you be surprised. Thank you, people. Joe. Mario
11: hates you. the Clash. Really? Get go. the
4: hell out of town. <laughs> That's his favorite Listen, band. I have to interject. It was January thirteenth. 1978, a day before my 17th birthday. <laughs> Rush <laughs> and Blue Oyster Cult where's at the, Nassau
11: Coliseum. Where's his intro music? Yeah. <laughs> right.
4: And it got an A+. plus. That's right, you got the list. What, what, what drugs were you, yeah, uh, you on? Uh, the Long Island Railroad was stuck. It was a big snowstorm, and we were on everything that night. I, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think yeah, who were you on? The, Hats off to Blackberry Mario. brandy was the, probably the thing that set me over the edge. But, uh, <laughs> I got a D, a B, and a P to figure it out. I don't know what, what those were. What was the
7: what more. was the date one more time, though?
4: January 13th, 1978.
7: That's the fact, Jack. Cool. That's Thanks awesome. Mary. I was yeah.
4: five years old. I'm not a big Rush fan, but I, that show got a lot of great... <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was the drugs. Maybe it was the train that got stuck.
1: Mario <laughs>
4: so.
8: Back to Mario crap so. and not crap. Uh, let me give you a couple real quick. What about Yes?
0: Oh, yeah. Come on. Yes is great. <laughs> is there a
11: band that you don't like?
0: <laughs> and Artie Shepard's a huge, huge
11: Yes fan. I just want to make sure. How about The
8: Grateful Dead?
0: Uh, okay. Well, okay. Now, that's an interesting mm. one because- Maybe as you can get any older- any of there? you in this room-
7: Crap or not crap? What?
0: It's like 90% One answer. Percent crap or it, not crap? It's crap. All right. What's the question? You know? crap. R- because right. some of it is great, but yeah. it's not- it's
11: Ar- just... Archers of Loaf.
0: Oh, they're amazing! There we go. Yeah, you Archie's know, one love. of my one no, wait, of my wait, favorite
11: bands. Good
2: dude. Oh, what about Genesis? Wait a second, fantastic. Uh, Joe, did you get a Genesis. chance to see Archers of Loaf at all? Uh, I, Reformed.
0: I didn't get to see the reunion, but I have some bootlegs that are fantastic. My really. God,
2: they they, they just, were great. They, they were great. They just brought. Well,
0: they love their band. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, great that's Who guys. like you would want to uh, model yourself them. after? Like, a bunch of guys who just all feeling each other and good friends. You know? An that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah.
7: Huh, what, uh, uh, All about, right. How about Rorschach? <laughs>
0: well, they're my buddies. Uh, I mean. Crap or not crap? I'm not not
7: crap. Crap or not? What? Absolutely not crap. Silent majority. Right. They have their King own. King Crimson.
0: King Crimson is one of the greatest uh, prog rock bands ever created. King Missile. Um, <laughs> some Some great, some not so great.
2: King Diamond.
0: I've never been a King Diamond fan. So D-D-K. I'm gonna go. Uh, and now, <laughs> they're an amazing band, King Diamond, because I've heard them technically. But Joe, you have, you have to crap. say
7: crap or not crap. Crap. Okay. But
0: it's but it's so right. saying uh, no, it's, crap is so thing. wrong. Black or, has, or white.
2: Black or white. John We're almost done. But Elvis Presley.
0: But life has gray area. <laughs> Uh, Elvis Presley is definitely not I love
11: your thought process, John, to go from the Kings to the King. <laughs> Benny King.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Benny King I could care less about, so oh, well, i put him in the crap oh, category.
2: Well, that's the first black guy. Oh, you're a racist. Iron Maiden.
0: <laughs> uh, Iron Maiden. They're definitely not black, and they're definitely not crap. Uh,
2: Chavez.
0: Chavez is one of the greatest bands ever. Sebado. One of the greatest bands ever.
2: Joe Wall
6: Solo.
0: Uh Great. Oh, my God. Gang, either... Anything that Joe Walsh is in is great.
2: I think I'm done. I mean, uh, yeah, baby, I've really been minute. very positive. Wonderful. Good uh, job. Wait a second, M- Misfits.
0: Great. Uh, yeah. uh, Danzig. Oh, yeah. uh, okay, I mean, if I have to throw crap, I'll throw I'll throw Danzig in the crap. Emmitt Otterjohn <laughs> <laughs> All right, there's
11: crap. Wait. Not crap. Yay. All, All right,
2: go ahead. All, All notes.
0: Fantastic. There
2: we go. Yeah. yeah. All yeah.
0: Notes. I can't get to uh,
7: river either. bottom Nightmare
2: Band. Joe is so nice. I knew crap not crap would be mostly not crap. I don't think he crapped a single band I don't think I did That's except, depressing. Except Benny King And Jethro Tull. Nobody loves Jethro Tull like me. No, uh, it's weird that like your favorite your punk rock guy and uh, uh, Mario's favorite band is Jethro Tull <laughs> and your second favorite band is The Clash. It's really weird Very weird.
4: It went from Tull to The Clash then I turn, put on a Clash record. And I'm like hey this flute-playing guy can take a back seat for a while. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ian Anderson. There's Crap Not Crap.
11: Yeah. With Joe. Girl
0: yeah. yeah, Joe. Garlic.
11: Now, according Thank to. Thank you, uh, Joe. Appreciate according it. According to Conan's corporate notes here, it's time for the Ryan game. Oh, is it? Okay. Yes, sir. All yes, right. indeed. Do you Joe, really do you have
4: his notes from Conan? Yeah, he's,
11: wow. He's so me as we speak. Do you want to Just stick b- around
2: and play neutral. a quick game with us? Because it's already 11 o'clock. We've got to wrap this up, guys.
11: That's what I'm trying to trying to traffic guard over here. Brian. Ryan,
2: you have a game for us I tonight? Got a game. Every tonight, night, Ryan tonight. comes up with a game. We don't know what it is, and uh, here we go.
8: And tonight's game is brought to you by Geico. 15 minutes
11: <laughs> can save you $15. Oh, Christ. <laughs> yeah, like the corporate sponsorship, yes, man.
8: enter
2: the promo code, Stu <laughs> Hey,
8: Let's play... Twenty seconds. Yeah? Oh Yeah. Oh, right. Tommy likes twenty seconds. Yeah, baby. Right he likes to show the world game. how quickly he thinks. Enjoy that free pass ass <laughs> wife. Tommy, you gonna be my uh, official timekeeper? Sure. Alright. All right.
2: Is this a game so, uh, the chat box can get involved with people want to know?
8: Uh
7: we got you can't see, you can't see okay. this, Joe. Okay, okay.
8: We'd only be able to go around once for mm-hmm. each one. Of you let's we go that. All right. Let's do uh, it. let's start who wants to go first?
7: I'll go first. I'll turn my chat off just so I'm not cheating.
8: Okay. You're you first.
7: I'm putting a piece of paper over the oh, chat, box. Damn it, I hate this. I suck at
11: this game
8: so bad. Yeah, you
11: suck at everything. What? All right. take good ace. Were
8: you ever here for this one before?
11: What? Yeah. You were here for this Terrible. one, Terrible.
8: Right? Yeah, I do this one once. John, can one. I
11: get a ding when we start? Thank you.
8: This is my favorite. One. What is the object of this game? So let me explain real quick. Uh, I'm going to give you a category, uh, and you're going to have 20 seconds to name as many examples you as you can within that category. So if I gave you muffins, you'd have to name blueberry, uh, corn, blah blah blah. Uh, I'll take muffins. I remember. No, nah, it's too easy. I can't give you that one. All right. All right. Let's do it, Ryan. Let's oh, play the right. game. Brian Musikoff.
7: I hate this game.
8: Brian Musikoff. You ready? I hate it. I'm ready. I hate Tommy, Tommy, my t- official timekeeper here. I,
2: I got you. I got 20 seconds. So in 20 seconds. Whose car is in my driveway? My wife is calling oh, me
11: screaming. That's, Joe's. That's my, uh, that's oh, no problem. Brian's ride home. Don't worry about it. I got yeah. it. That's I told her to park on the street. Told it take it easy. Right, I did.
8: Brian Musikoff, in 20 seconds, name as many sports teams as you can that are named for four-legged animals. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Cubs. All right, uh, cubs, bears. Ah, oh, shit. Um, uh,
7: the horses. The uh, mm. the uh, the fucking uh, the the, pond, the pandas, the uh, mm. I, I hate this fucking game. Deep breath, the goddamn deep uh, the Valley Stream the, pandas. <laughs> oh, the clock's ticking. I'm
11: dead. Times up. <laughs> All right, you got two. Two, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> oh, I hate this game. That's pathetic. Uh, this Dr. Game is BM. terrible, man.
7: Yeah, now the chat board's blowing up. I'm not watching some you guys. It's you, cheating. Some of the chat ones you missed
8: board. are uh, the cults. The Phillies.
7: Chat box. I call it the chat board. <laughs> Fucking
11: wow. Cat box justice. <laughs> 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 all right. I, Mario. I hate that game. Mario's up next. Mario. I- I'm
2: sweating after yes. that. I hate yes, that. Yes, I'm game. ready. I'm ready.
11: You Mario. could have literally
2: named like any team.
4: Of
7: course,
8: I went all
4: Chicago.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: Fuck that. <laughs> 20 seconds. Mario tw-
8: in 20 seconds, name is many different. Shades of the color red that you can oh, go.
2: Come on, that's uh, bullshit. Pink, He's an art teacher.
8: Pink, yeah, right. burnt One. umber, uh,
4: maroon. Uh, <laughs> maroon. who you calling maroon? Maroon. Uh, uh fuchsia. <laughs> uh, what the heck? Where do you think? Uh, scarlet.
11: I don't know. I'm a merch guy. That counts.
4: Uh,
8: rouge. Uh,
11: time's up, time's up, time's you up. You
8: four. <laughs> the first thing you said wasn't right.
11: <laughs> like, pink? Pink, pink was yes. the first thing you said. That's right.
8: That's, a pink, that's, pink's a shade of red. No. Fuck yeah. Pink is pink. No. Well, pink red is red and white. All right, fine. Yeah, yeah come so on. So there you go. No, right. Go. No, right. right. Don't, Don't give, give it five. to him. He won the game no, last they, week. They take they they it away. You want to give him five? He's going to get it. It is. Pink is. Red. With
11: uh, I gotta. I gotta go with Mario in this game. Yeah.
8: Uh, I think you people are crazy, but anyway, that's fine. It's just a game. Who cares? Who cares? It's I do. I'm super
2: competitive. You want to <laughs> go wanna next? Yes. yes. John's next. All right, John, you go I'm ready next. to win the game.
7: We got the Australian guy who says that pink is not a color. What is he? <laughs> know? Hey, step off.
2: <laughs> I love pink. It's a shade.
4: I wear that those shorts with the
2: <laughs> pinks <laughs> on my butt. Tree says beat. <laughs> 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 Enjoy that free pass, ass wife.
8: Clock is ready. You ready? John, in 20 seconds, <sighs> 20 seconds, name as many famous actors as you can named James. Go. All
2: right. James Woods. Right. Uh, James Gandolfini. Yes.
8: James...
2: Uh, Jim... J- James uh, Taylor. <laughs> James... Uh, what's the guy from the fucking uh, the, the, the Christmas movie? That guy. <laughs> well, he's like, oh, it's a miracle. Everybody loves me. I'm not telling you. I want to win. James...
11: uh, Time... Is up. Come on, Ted. Wow, yeah, Sean. Wow, Sean. Wow. Someone you <laughs> who missed. Who <played laughs> is... Who does the voice of Darth Vader? Come on, James. O-
7: almost. James. O- o- <laughs> almost. James. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. Tommy. James. Almost. almost.
6: What about James, James- o- Jones? I Edward James almost won. <laughs> <laughs>
8: What's his total? I'm keeping two. Score. I think we got you got were looking for uh, Jimmy Stewart. James Stewart. Stewart. James Cagney. James
2: Conn. You dirty James rat. Khan. James
8: Con. <laughs> Oh,
2: Jimmy, Jimmy Kahn. Love James Kahn. James Franco. And Helen St. James. No, he's not an actor. Yeah. Bring oh, it he on. He just got his hand caught between two rocks. James uh, James Gandolfini.
8: Mr. Gorilla. I said Gandolfini. Oh, okay, Pay yeah. attention, <laughs> oh, you bald it fuck.
2: <laughs> Wait, was
8: it bald or big nose? Make up your mind.
2: Well, well Mr. I tried Gorilla. to go less uh, ethnic. 20 seconds on
11: the clock.
8: In 20 seconds, name as many bands as you can. I swear to God, this came first before I... Even thought of, thought of uh, your, uh, you asking you this, name as many bands as oh you can that have God. a color. Shut up, you have a color in the name. Go.
6: Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, ocean color scene. Uh,
8: no, a, a color. color, not the word color. Oh, a color.
0: Okay,
11: okay. Well, let's start again. All right. Yeah, all right. Sorry. All right, hold on. Reset.
2: Oh, everyone's resetting the clock for Joe. Oh yeah. my
11: guest. He could do that. Can you One, gift wrap this game two, any better? Three. Go. go uh blue tip uh... <laughs> Good. your other oh, bands
0: um blue oh my god blue oh jesus what is wrong with me uh, the other band is red black star <laughs> uh yeah um, black star rules uh, great jesus uh yellow magic orchestra um,
11: and... come on that's a real band that's, that
0: yeah. uh, uh red uh, Red Fang uh, yeah. Your other uh, band Yeah
11: Red Hair uh, <laughs> <laughs> Red <Time's> Crayola up. <laughs> Whatever up. Okay
8: That was sucky You should have went with the black hey, you Black Star Black Ma- Flag uh, Some yeah. of the ones you missed no. were White Snake and <laughs> Yeah, White Snake White is not a color Mario's, Deep Purple Mario's, Deep purple. Mario's purple. favorite
2: band, Green Day Ocean
0: Blue yes. <laughs> Ocean Blue
4: Blue is the cult Pink Floyd Black Flag Pink Floyd Breck Frag.
8: Yeah then I was going punk. Okay. And, green, and green jelly.
4: Ew, green uh, jelly. All right, what's the total? I'm writing it down. All right,
8: you got five on that. Very Ooh, good. Oh, it tied, Joe.
4: It
7: tied. Agent Orange. Good one, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Arson. I'm sure I could have done better.
8: All right, uh, Hockey Tom. Yes, yes. Are you ready? I am ready. 20 seconds on the clock. All right. In 20 seconds... Name as many cartoon TV dads and as you can. Begin.
9: Go. Homer Simpson. Correct. Uh, Fred Flintstone. Right. Uh, George uh, Jetson. Yes. Um, George, Zimmerman, uh, <laughs> George <laughs> Zimmerman. George Zimmerman. George <laughs> Zimmerman. Murderer. Uh, Jesus. Wow. Um.
3: <laughs> uh.
2: And time. Time. time's
8: up. You got three on that.
2: That was great. You had a good run. Not
8: bad. You
2: started off good. great and petered out there.
8: <laughs> Speaking Peter. of Peter? Peter. Peter Griffith? Peter
0: Griffith.
2: Yeah, no, family that. Guy sucks.
8: Oh, really? Yeah, I agree. That's
2: I don't like cartoon it.
0: Cartoon
8: blows. I'm with you, that. John. I haven't seen that For in really? a while.
7: That, this show sucks. Wow.
11: Yeah. And eights. All right. Who's up next?
8: All right. Uh, I you think are Tommy. One, two, three, four, five. We're missing somebody. Right, right here, dude.
11: Tommy. Tom. Right here, dude. But if you're out of questions, I'll do the news.
2: We'll just.
8: <laughs>
7: <laughs> Man, the, the, the poker scene now I'm give it. You no, doesn't argue.
2: seem to go. be too many poker guys coming in. No pressure. Tommy. Another
8: bust. In 20 seconds, name as many bands or musical artists who have guest starred on The Simpsons.
11: Go. Uh, Lady Gaga, yes. REM, uh, Spinal Tap, The Who. I don't um, know if that's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. okay, keep going. Um uh, Britney Spears. We
8: pretty much name any band, yeah, I think, at this point. Uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> um, Time's up. Time's got yeah. Come yeah. on, man. You you know, Ramones. Sonic what the fuck? Youth. <laughs> hey, Tommy, Sonic Youth. Yeah, Sonic, Sonic Youth. youth. Hey you homie. Had- hey, homie, you fell on yeah. Aerosmith. Did you get hotel? Did you guys ever hear the
7: closing <laughs> credits that Sonic Youth did for The Simpsons? Yes, yes, yes. yes. How good is that? Oh, it's really
2: good, yeah. I like that uh they were stealing the watermelon out of, uh, what's-his-name's cooler? All right,
11: what was your total, Tommy? A great category. I think five.
4: You got five on that. All right, there's a three-way tie here.
9: What do
11: you got, Mary? Yeah. You got to break it. Am I in? No. No. Damn it. Joe, Tommy,
8: we and the defending champion. We're going to go around one more time? No, yes. We're gonna, yes. All right. No, we're going to do now new How about we do the, the tie quickly. break? Self-promoting. Break How the, the tie.
2: Break you? the tie. Break the tie. All right, all right. It's 11-11,
11: but go for it.
8: All right. Who's, uh, so That's we're a good just going to break record, the tie. Then. That's it. Just yes. whoever okay, got whoever five got, Whoever got five. All right. Uh, Who's that, Mario? Who are, the, Mary, who are the, the top five? You're the first one, Mario. All right. <coughs> Sock it to me, baby. Mario, in 20 seconds, name as many slang terms you, as you can for breasts.
4: Go. <laughs> Titties. Bazangas. Jugs. Uh, right uh, melons. <laughs> watermelons. <laughs> cassabas. Oh, <holy> shit.
8: Uh,
2: <laughs> Three.
4: Uh memories Uh Mother's milk. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, uh, am I out of time? Mm.
2: Tits <laughs> Time's up I give him five on that uh,
8: I, I counted seven <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That, that, no. sec- smoked, was up, that, that was up a thing he said I'm not sure Five about of them that. are bullshit We're
11: I told everybody to be quiet so we could isolate all
8: of that The judges say five Five Damn five. it I thought more like seven Ooh. That's a lot That's a lot Ooh. It's gonna lot. be hard to beat uh, Mr. Gorelick. Uh oh in 20 seconds, name as many Saturday Night Live-based movies as you can. Now,
0: oh,
11: God.
8: Go. Begin. Oh, my God.
0: I'm not good at this one. Oh, fuck. What is that stupid Will Farrell one? Ah, forget that's it. That's the one. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> you gave it to
0: him. Oh. oh, my God. I'm I'm literally... Blah, 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 Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy? No. He yeah, didn't
8: do but, any either. It's Will Farrell, the movie. Will
0: Farrell just did everything. I... I this is not a good one for me. Sorry. I do not have oh. it. And time.
8: Time's up. Some of the ones you missed were Wayne's World.
0: Oh, yeah. The How'd
8: Blues I... Brothers and the Ladies' Man. Oh, how did the Ladies I get
4: Man. that? I love the Blues What Brothers. about Another Night in Roxbury? That's and what then, I was
0: thinking, and, and it's That one will work, too. All right. Uh, another
2: Night in Roxbury. Yeah, Ethan Hawke was in that, I think.
8: All right, Tommy. The Blues Brothers. Let's just, uh, oh, between me
2: and the chalice,
8: Tommy. <laughs> Only you stand between me and the chalice. <laughs> Tommy. Rock star, all right, Tommy. In twenty seconds. Hello. I'm doing a radio
2: show. What, <laughs> what do you the want?
6: Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's on the phone.
2: It's right, I walk on the street. I'll pull in the driveway. I won't bring attention. I don't know what to tell you. Goodbye.
8: <laughs> <laughs> all right, go. In twenty seconds, name as many not fast food, but chain restaurants. Sit down. Waiter, waitress, restaurants as you can go. Mm,
11: Chicken treat. What um, the fuck is
8: that? <laughs> no good. Chicken treat. <laughs> <laughs> he travels the world. He Ma- knows. These Mario's
11: guys. favorite. The Sizzler. Thing. The ground nice. round. Ground round. Yes. Uh, Cozumel oh, Chili's. Chili's are good. No, both uh, good. Ruby Tuesdays. Yes. Applebee's. Yes. Son of a bitch. Um, fucking. Two times, time's up.
4: up and you win time. Oh, oh, no no. Oh. I'd like to point out that the sizzler does not have waiter services okay. at you <laughs> it's it. a buffet.
8: Congratulations, Congratulations, Tommy. I, thank you. you stole it.
4: I tip it my
2: bazongas to you, sir. <laughs> Kiss that chalice goodbye. Congratulations, Tommy Rockstar, winner of the game. Uh, uh, two weeks in a row, Mario and Tommy have won. Uh, this is this has got to stop. This is
4: a weird and twisted world when we have the brains in the outfit. Hey, court. Tommy,
2: you got any news?
11: Yeah, I got some news All for right, you guys. Thank you, Ryan,
2: for the thank game. Thank you. Excellent Take us out job. with the news. Yeah.
11: Fresh Bullshit from Mario. What? Mario, go take care of that. Non-breaking news. will hey, move it. Tommy Rockstar. All right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> Tommy Rockstar's bullshit. All right, quickly. All right, this is a story out of Australia. An Australian restaurant chain has ceded control of its Twitter account to a chicken. This, according to local TRN and sources, down under, a barbecue chicken chain, chicken treat.
8: Oh, you got that right. The judges overturned <laughs> your decision, sir. Uh,
11: has placed a computer keyboard inside a hen house in a publicity stunt aimed at getting the cock to tweet, a, a, a comprehensible word. The restaurant hopes to nab the hen named Betty, in a Guinness World Guinness World Book Record for being the first chicken to tweet. <coughs> <laughs> Wrong country, bro. I hear chickens, I like in Mexico. Uh,
7: <laughs> what? <laughs> I
11: don't know. <laughs> the company stated, quote, so far...
2: Betty's I need help. <laughs> I really do. I'm, uh, uh, you know. A, a loco. <laughs> I think my life has come to a, a point. Oh, okay. A blue point. I think point. Doing I you should
8: do an on-air suicide.
2: Getting
11: real with John Who? <laughs>
8: you know, I,
2: I think i have done.
8: <laughs>
11: <laughs> you're, you've had a good run. The company stated, quote, so far, Betty seems pretty far from pecking her way to a four-letter word recognized in the English language dictionary, but we have faith in her. This after tweets by the chicken were found to be illegible. Uh, con- <laughs> chicken <of> tweets. <laughs> right. Nevertheless, uh, Betty has become somewhat of a social media sensation. Some of her nonsensical tweets, which actually bear close resemblance to the majority of YouTube comments, have garnered more than 100
1: tweets.
11: <laughs> Hashtag. They swoop down. They right. swoop down like that. Oh, they have a chicken tweeting. It's amazing. Uh, this story is out of Alabama. An Alabama man have, uh, found more than he bargained for while shopping in a local Walmart. Recently, the man named Peter Pexler uh, was shopping in Walmart when he purchased a bottle of Gun Oil H2O, which in reality was a personal lubricant that's known for its targeted marketing for the gay community. That was mistakenly placed in the gun store, in the, in the store's gun section. Uh, right. According to sources, the product uh, confused the man uh, who said he purchased it because the label said it was, quote, water-based lubricant for your gun. Uh, A Walmart employee told TRNN that the gun oil is routinely mistaken for a sporting goods item and is often returned to the gun counter.
2: So you're saying there was like a sex lube. Right. Mistakenly put in the gun lube, but no one noticed Mm -hmm. because it's all the same to them.
11: Except for this guy who brought it home and tried to use it on his gun. Right.
2: Good good. luck to that gentleman.
7: (laughs) Yep, another. uh,
2: Let's hope he doesn't shoot himself or a family member.
7: Another responsible gun.
2: Yeah, toter. It's great having a gun in your house because you could protect everyone. Yeah. If you got your loop, this story is out (laughs) of London. That's a baby gets a hold of it like in a
11: baby Finster with a mustache and a cigar.
7: Babies with guns. That's a new the American way.
11: (laughs) A meerkat expert working at a London zoo. Had been, has been what is fa- a meerkat, anyway? It's like an animal <laughs> an It's like, an it's like a it's mini it's cheetah. A difference different than a far cat. <laughs> Just losing it. A meerkat expert working at a London zoo has Come been f- fined $1,000 after attacking a monkey handler over a crawl, quarrel with a llama keeper. <laughs> <laughs> this is too complicated is awesome. for me. <laughs> <The> for- <laughs> former zoologist Carolyn Westlake assaulted... Kate Sanders, a monkey handler, at the Christmas party... Why don't you work a zoo and stop bothering people? <laughs> <laughs> at the London Zoo last year. Westlake hit Miss Sanders in the face with a wine glass after she overheard her making derogatory comments about her llama keeper boyfriend in the toilets at the Prince Albert Suite. Quote, the meerkats specialist said she accidentally hit Miss Sanders with a glass after she confronted after she was confronted at the event. She claimed that Miss Sanders attacked her first by punching in the face and holding her over balcony while spitting in her face. Westminster's Magistrate Court District Judge Jeremy Coleman told Miss Westlake that she was lucky to have not been convicted for a more serious charge, though the London Zoo had fired the woman after the incident.
2: I like the, the like, hey, you know, this has happened before. We have, we have things on the book, we have laws in the books about this. Yeah.
11: And then finally, a California man named Randy Giuaro... Uh, Who purchased
2: (laughs) Randy Giraro played bass in
11: Chavez briefly in 1997? The man who purchased an old timey tintype photo for $2 at a junk shop in 2010 recently discovered the photo to be (laughs) worth $5 million. Wow. Uh, the four-inch by five-inch tintype shows the infamous Billy the Kid, along with members of his rebel gang, the Regulators, playing a dangerous game of croquet.
7: Bad brain song. <laughs>
11: <laughs> playing a dangerous game of croquet in the summer of 1978 after dangerous a wedding. Dangerous game of croquet.
8: <laughs> Russian croquet.
11: <laughs> the photo is said to be the only, uh, only the second authenticated picture of the famous outlaw Billy the Kid in history. It took investigators over a year to authenticate the photo. A team of experts investigated every person in the shot, the site where the photo was taken, and even the vintage, old-timey croquet sets. In the end, they concluded they had overwhelming evidence for the image's authenticity. Mm-hmm. The only other no- mm-hmm. known photo, Billy the Kid, sold in 2011 for 2.3 million dollars, becoming the fourth most expensive photo ever sold. Wow! Others alleged uh, photos of the and ha- Other alleged photos of the gun have appeared over the years, but they have been subject to controversy and lacked formal well, authentication. This is the great
2: thing about. You know, no one knowing what's going on is uh, or, or, or authentic. Uh, or, what is it called, Ryan? Authenticity. <laughs> it's called you know, maker's mark. You know,
6: you could just bring. <laughs> Forty
2: six, by the way. You can just take a picture of any scumbag and be like, "Yeah, it's Billy the Kid." Give me fifty grand, actually. <laughs> Thank oh, you very much, Tom. Guess what?
11: That's the news. That's the yeah, news. Tom.
2: Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Brian, <laughs> you, Brian Musikoff. You're welcome. What
8: I want to know is if the guy went back to that uh, shop and gave the guy a little more. He should have given him uh, $2. Thank you, He's Walsh. An thank right. you,
2: Honky Thomas. Thank you, our guest, Joe. Joe Gorlick. G- 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 uh, Gorlick.
8: Gorlick. Gorlick.
2: Gorlick.
7: Thank you, Jason. Joe Gorilla. Joe Garrison.
11: Thank you very much.
7: And Jason
0: Farrell.
2: Joe, thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate you coming in. fun. I love it, by the way. I hope you had fun.
0: Everybody should know this is a real bar. Yeah, it's, it's like real the real bar. deal. here. Duh. it's awesome. Knock on wood.
2: Knock on wood. Who's it's there? A, it's a real bar. We appreciate you coming in, Joe.
0: Yeah, really have, do. Joe, great guest. Great guest. Give it up for Joe. You, thank yeah. You, thank you. Yeah. yeah.
2: Thank you, Joe. Thank you. All right, and we'll be back next Friday. Hey, Joe. Can uh, I? Yes, go ahead. Brian.
7: Sorry, can I get a ride back to Hoboken? You can. <laughs> hey, that's after show Washington Street.
2: Ho bucks. <laughs> this this whole interview is a ploy for Music Off to get a ride back to Hoboken. <laughs> Ho broken.
9: Yeah. <laughs>
2: and we'll see you. Uh, and Joe, you have anything to plug? You want to talk about uh, the new record?
0: We have a, the Garden Variety has uh, the re-release of its debut album with Rick Fork from Drive Like Jehu doing new art. Wow. Oh, he did our Which friend was... James's record. Is that recently the Spoon? Spoon? Yeah. Oh, right
2: on. Yeah.
11: So yeah, so that's... Drive Like Jehu. And
2: new red hair fantastic.
11: and new
0: blue tip and whatever. Yeah. All right.
2: Go look it up. Go ahead, Tommy. What do you need? No, I need your light. All right. right, Put it in the books. We'll see you next week. Thank you, everybody. Go Mets. Stay hungry.
11: I am on Facebook. Yeah,
1: okay.
11: the light was on. Live from the Barrage, brought to you by Stony Brook Farms, Lacto Ovo Eco-Friendly Farms.